Blog Talk Radio. Love all my enemies, yes it does. 
and I want to welcome everyone to another episode on this Blog Talk platform. This is the Five Smithsonian Network. This is Brother Seth for another episode where we are talking about the giant that's soon to fall in all of our lives and hearts, minds. That's these lies, these false information about a group of people created by Satan pitting one against the other, so-called whites against so-called blacks. First, the creation of whites and blacks, and then pitting them once again, one against the other. I'm talking about white supremacy, and tonight we're talking about the systemic system lies of white supremacy our world's ruling religion. <laughs> not not talking about those that have a relation with the Father. We're talking about a religion. This is the top of all religions. People that walk with the Most High have a relationship with the Father. It's a completely different world than religions. But it's in the in the era of religion. Nothing is higher than white supremacy, brothers and sisters. But tonight, we're going to expose this giant clearly because the reason why I say he's a giant, brothers and sisters, is because some of y'all feel like you don't have nothing to do with white supremacy. A lot of our so-called non-white people or black people feel like it's, that's the white people. This is the white people's problem. No, brothers and sisters, white supremacy is the philosophy, and it's believed by anybody that listens to the lies and buy into it, which unfortunately is the majority of our planet. I can prove it. I can prove it to where I guarantee you'll say, Brother Seth, how can it not be any other way? How can it be any other way? How can 8% of the world's population rule? You automatically, some of you say, well, that's, there it is right there. They're the authors of white supremacy if they're ruling. No, it's Satan. It's Satan. Do not give white folks the credit of inventing something as evil and just from the bowels of hell as white supremacy. Don't do that to your white brothers and sisters because they're nothing more than Africans with very little pigmentation. We're all one family human family I'm talking about that was beguiled by the serpent that was beguiled by this evil one that was beguiled by Satan with this lie with these lies that this group of people is superior in any way or their nation is superior or their technology anything they do is superior I'm not going to say technology because technology is just science it can be superior well, brothers and sisters, again, I want to thank you for, again, tuning into the Fossil Stone Network tonight. Again, Sister Arlene is in the house, and I'm Brother Seth, the Creative Fossil Stone Network. We have co-hosts. Hopefully, they're joining us tonight. I've sent an invitation to them, so we'll see. Uh, but tonight, we're going to be hitting it hard and heavy. Uh, the need, the need, the need for this uh, uh, information. Again, a, a lot of our so-called uh, black people 
uh, feel like this is something beyond them, has nothing to do with them. And they are, they want to know, Brother Seth, why do you talk about this so? It has absolutely nothing to do with me. I, I'm just, I'm, uh, this is this have nothing to do with my house. You heard Purcell on the line say, hey, what y'all talking about? You know, he didn't say what y'all talking about. What he was saying was he's not a white supremacist. So my point is uh, I don't want to convince anybody. Uh, again, uh, this is not about convincing people. You all it and you're not. No, no, no. If you're not praised the most high, you obviously is listening to a different drum beat. You are obviously is marching to uh, different, you have different marching orders, and I would like for you to come on this show and share how did you escape white supremacy in your everyday life because I promise you, brothers and sisters, I have never met a black person that I didn't hear or see or perceive white supremacy sooner or later in their speech, thought, or behavior. And I don't mean one or two times. I mean patterns. Anybody, everybody I ever met, my mother, my father, my sister, brothers, cousins, friends, everybody, if they talk long enough, you're going to see it in their thought or in their speech or in thought or behavior, this lie, this giant, this foolishness I call white supremacy. And so brothers and sisters, not I call it, the world call it. Again, we're going to talk about the definition of that. Arlene is coming along, and brother and sister, you got a lot coming your way because she's going to be reading, again, some of the things she read last week. We're going to talk about, for sure, the definition of this of, of what is white supremacy, you know, because some people just, uh, I'm baffled as two people not, still don't know what it is as much as it's used. And we're going to talk about how to read the book, the, uh, the book that we're actually writing on the show tonight and last week and the, and, and the weeks to come. We're writing a book literally live before your very ears. Uh, so uh, what you hear on the show is actually going to go in print. There may be some little editing here and there outside of the show, but for, for the most part, all the topics that you hear on this show will be in the book. All right? We're going to be talking about that's what's coming your way. Uh, also, what's coming your way, we're going to talk about, we may hit the preface a little bit, the question I have for all the readers, uh, all the, excuse me, yeah, all the readers, all the, the future readers of the book. Uh, it's a question I have for, for you, even that's on this blog tonight. Uh, we'll talk about that. Uh, uh, we may talk about the giant. I don't know yet. It depends upon the time. And uh, we're going to definitely, definitely, definitely tonight talk about the mechanics of white supremacy. Uh, not talk about it. We're going to read that, I meant to say. We're going to go over that uh, because you all need to know how it works. How does this thing work? Because I, I, I'm baffled by grown people over 50 and 60 years old. They have no idea how, how it works. They really think it's just about white people saying, white power, white power. And they have no idea. That's all that killing in Chicago, all this so-called black-on-black crime, all this is the flip side of the coin. It's black self-hate. Black self-hate is white supremacy. Well, well, I don't understand. It's just black people killing black people. Well, why do you have to do with that? Well, where do they get the hate from? Where do they learn to disvalue each other or devalue each other from? Where do they get it from, brothers and sisters? So, again, you tune into the Five Smooth Stone Network. And I'm Brother Seth. And again, we have Sister uh, Arlene in the house, and she's going to be talking about, like I said, uh, uh, she's going to be reading some things. But before I get too deep into that, I want to remind everybody again to follow us 
on social media, uh, follow us, brothers and sisters. Y'all know we need that bigger presence. And another thing, share these shows. Share these shows. I cannot tell y'all how many of you have been blessed by white supremacy teaching over the years. Tonight we're also going to talk about the Expo 30, which is 30 areas of life saturated by white supremacy. 30 areas of life saturated by white supremacy. Uh, we're going to be hitting that tonight. But I cannot just articulate in words how many people have expressed uh, just amazement, not to glory me, because it ain't me. I, again, I told you, if it's, if I didn't invent it, I can't take the credit for it. But, I mean, a lot of people saying, like Purcell said, I didn't know this was in me. I didn't know that what I was looking at it, I didn't ever think of it had been another way. Wow. So... Again, as we play the five smooth stone um, anthem in the background, I just want to remind everybody to follow the show. That's what that anthem basically saying. Follow this show. Whenever I play that, I like to talk about the need for the five smooth stone networks, the need for this show we're doing tonight. Often tell me you hear that anthem. That's what we're trying to do. So, again, tonight we're talking about the systemic lies of white supremacy, our world's ruling religion. Uh, let me just read the. Should I read the show description? No, I'm not going to read the show, show description for time's sake. Got a lot to cover, brothers and sisters. I'm going to be going 100 miles an hour, and then we have co-hosts in the house that we're going to be bringing in after we go for a while. I won't bring them on now. I'll bring them on after we do. After we go for a while, actually, uh, yeah, I think I'm just going to wait on the co-hosts because I see a few of them missing. So we're just going to wait on uh, uh, for the co uh, to wait to bring on the co-hosts. But listen, once just go quickly. Again, why this is needed? Why, why, brother Seth? Why, brother Seth? Why, brother Seth? Are you only talking about white supremacists? Uh, as though black people are guilty when everybody knows it was white folks that put us in slavery. It was white folks that that lynched us. It was like white folks that uh, disenfranchised our, our, us for many years. It was white people. It was white people. It was white people. It was white. The white male. The white male. The white. Okay. So why are you here talking about white supremacy? Number one, brothers and sisters, white supremacy have zero to do as far as the creation, I believe, with white people. I honestly believe it was created by Satan. What Satan do is he creates a system to benefit whites, which is why they're so hard, it's so hard for them to give it up, because it benefits them. They think. Uh, uh, but this book is going to talk about how they are hurting and to my so-called white brother and sister listening, yeah, the reason why I say so-called, you know, because we don't believe in race based upon color. But to those listening that classify yourself as white, please listen, because I'm going to share something tonight that is very destructive to your family, to your children that you love, to yourself, to your own psyche. You only benefit for a season. It is it is the most destructive thing in your house, the philosophy of white supremacy that you and your uncles and your aunts and your brothers and sisters believe. These lies is going to cause you more pain than you think. Yes, you'll benefit. Yes, there's something called white privilege. Yes, you'll be able to do more in the darkies in certain ways. But in other ways, that white man burden is no joke. You will suffer from guilt. 
you will suffer. And then one day you got to meet your maker, and you will not have the confidence to meet your maker because of all the blood on your hands. So if I were you, I would listen to the show tonight. This is just much for you as it is, as it is for anybody of so-called color. So, again, why do we need this? Establishing the need. Number one, it sucks the life out of everybody that ever hear it. Anybody that hear one race being put down over another race, one race lifted up over another race, it, it, that's, once you hear that it does something to the mind, especially basing it on something called skin color. When this social construct was created, when this social construct was created by Satan, People began to die. Mankind as a species began to die. Because when you feel like you're better than the next person, trust me, you're going to start to decay. And the people that are around you is going to start to decay by how you treat them. If you don't think, if you think I'm exaggerating, look at how people was able to lynch people. And to this day, a lot of so-called non-white people think so-called white people are devils because of the things they did, feeding babies to alligators for bait. There ain't no myth. The, 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 the insid- I mean, it's all kind of things done. I'm not going to mention on this show because it's not meant to turn your stomach up, but I mean, the kinds of things that so-called whites have done, people have said they're devils. They're just flat-out devils until Rwanda come around. And now they're like, oh, I don't know what to say now because black people don't see each other. Whatever they've done to us, we've done to each other, y'all. It's just more of them. So we'd say they're devils. But what, why do we look over what we're doing to each other? This is why I say white people can't be the authors of white supremacy. It's Satan. It's the greatest divide and, conf- divide and conquer method ever put out. And to the transcriber listening, again, we'll work as we did last week when I say the timer starts. That'll be your cue to start transform, translating, uh, I mean uh, transcribing. Okay, right now this is just the intro, and we'll go a little bit, in a little bit, we'll bring us a starling, and we'll uh, 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 do a, a repeat of what we did uh, of the book, and then, of course, you won't transcribe what Arlene is saying because, well, hold me back up, you'll transcribe when Arlene talk about uh, how to read the book, we're going to redo that, how to read the book, and we're going to redo the mechanics. We're going to add a few things to the mechanics. But other than that, uh, in addition to those two things, uh, we'll start doing the expo. I'll explain later more as we go along. But back to the need, establishing the need for this information. Folks, white supremacy is nothing to play with. Black people, I know y'all don't believe me, so-called black people, the Purcells of the world, I know y'all feel like you're not white supremacists. I know you feel like, well, I may do it a little bit. Okay. All I want you to do is just listen. All I want you to do tonight is just listen. Brothers and sisters, I'm not playing with this. We are sick. I said we're sick. We are a sick people. And I'm not talking about just black people. I'm talking about the world. I'm talking about while we're... (laughs) The way the Father gave it to me is this. Just think about this right here if you don't believe nothing I'm saying. 
Again, this is a cancer. This is something that will cause you to never see life the way it was designed. Because once you buy into white supremacy, you're given a set of glasses. You're given a set of glasses. And you never see life again. Ever. Because your whole way of looking at things is through the eyes of people that are oppressing you. They redefine everything. They spoon-feed you as a child, as a teen, as a young adult, as an adult, as a senior. You spoon-feed. Everybody talks about, well, I won't go there. But my point is, even the American media people talks about how that we don't get the news the way other people get the news. But even though Europeans is giving the news more clear and they'll show blood and all that, whereas Americans don't, they're still giving the white man's version of everything. Do you look at countries like Japan, they just want to be white people. Everybody is, is, is wanting to be more like the West because it's more profitable. And they want the business of the West and they want the nods. They want to be okayed or, you know, accepted by the West. For their own welfare, I'm talking about nations. No, it's a global thing. The only people free of white supremacy is those that do not have no access to hearing words from white people or black people trained by white people, which is I call white people. So how are you going to escape that? You got to be somewhere without radio, television, antenna. You cannot hear and get no signals from these folk. Please tell me how you feel like you're free of that just because you hate white people. Hating white people is not a pass that you are free of white supremacy. This white, black, so-called black people that argue me down saying, bro, you crazy. If you think I think white people are better, I hate them. I don't think nothing they do is better. They'll say that. Watch them very careful. Watch them very careful. And you'll see it before they walk away. I guarantee you I can prove it. I just don't always do it to people because I want to hurt their feelings. I mean, I'm, I'm serious. The, the so-called blackest of the blackest of the blackest of us is suffering from this sickness. We don't love dark skin. We don't love features, African features. And those of us that do, we love other things. And I'm not, let's just get something straight. If you're listening and you're a so-called white person, it may sound like I'm saying everything about you is just evil, devilish, you know, white people aren't pretty, choose black. The white mind is not the best, choose black. Let's get something straight. White skin is rare. That's what really describes diamonds, because it's rare. Rare minerals are the most sought-after minerals. So the fact that our bodies turn white, it can be pretty in some ways. There are some beautiful white people. Let's get some straight. 
what I'm not saying. So this ain't no hatred. White skin is beautiful. But what I have issues is when white skin is lifted up above where it's original come from, which is dark skin. Yes, it's beautiful. I ain't on no hate there. I'm not on that. Blonde hair is odd. It's rare. And when something's rare, people tend to want it more versus wanting what everybody else got. Everybody have black hair, so everybody wants, everybody wants something like exotic, red, or something like that. So there is a beauty factor to it. But don't start thinking like it's superior than your mama. That's all I'm saying. It's not the original. And if the father would speak, oftentimes it's not healthy. It ain't healthy. White skin is not healthy. Light skin is not healthier than dark skin. Dark skin is full of melanin. We need melanin. It's in the food. It's in animals. It's in insects. It's in the earth. You need the earth. That's all melanin is, is earth. So what I'm trying to say is the notion that it's superior is what we're destroying and working on tonight. That's all. Not attacking the people, the souls that house and wear this white skin or wear this blonde eyes or wear this blonde hair. We're not attacking the soul. All of us are equal. And that's one time we are equal in soul. And where white skin is causes us to be not different, uh, uh, not equal, is when we start buying into these lies. Then we start acting different. And then that's when you can say, well, this is better, this is worse, because we start buying into the lie. I'm white, I'm better. And so you start pursuing education harder. You start feeling like you deserve to be the supervisor. You start to act like you deserve to be this manager. You deserve to be president. You deserve to be whatever, ambassador, whatever. So because we buy into these certain narratives, we start acting a certain way, then you can say, oh, that's black. You know how black folk are? Well, because black folks are bought into it. But, you know. We used to laugh about how white people can play sports until we met Russians. It's like, well, I didn't get the memo. And they slam dunking and everything else we're doing. So we have been created by Satan through this construct. Finishing up the need. The last thing, the reason why we need this information is because the Father ordained it. So he put this in the scriptures about leprosy. Bible leprosy. He talks about white skin being associated with a curse. Yes, he did. No, yes, he did. You show me white skin in the Bible, I'll show you where it's associated with a curse. No, no, no. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Mr. White Man, Mr. White Woman, you need to understand that the first people were dark skin on this planet. The first planet was black, and when white skin appeared, it, it, was, it was a result of sin. Your real relatives... We're dark-skinned. That's why oftentimes, if you need a long or kidney, doctors say this black person is a better match than that white person living across the street from you because you're really related to that black person, whereas a person across the street, you're not related to them. You're thinking because you come from Europe, you're, no, that's not necessarily true. Lots of albinos went up to, to, to that region, and they begin to mix and so forth. So you have all kind of African genes going on inside of you. So 
A lot is happening tonight. A lot is happening tonight. A lot is happening tonight, brothers and sisters. Again, tune to the Possum Phone Network. I'm Brother Seth. Yes, I'm jumping into it thick and heavy because we got a lot to talk about. All right? But I love every single one of you. And there is nothing you can do about it. And I mean it. I seek to love. I seek for a pure form of love. I seek, when I say I love people, I seek to do it God's way. I don't want no Uncle Tommy kissing up to white folks. I don't want to be some scared Negro, uh, you know, trying to appease white people. That is not what this work is about. If you think that, you you, you done lost all of your marbles. Brother Seth is not going to be on here trying to appease white folks after all the, the stuff, the, the destruction that the Satan did through them. There's no way in the world I'm going to let them off the hook in terms of just, you know, no, 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 no. I'm not ignoring the pain. I'm not ignoring the dead bodies. I'm not ignoring the 100 million, they say, up to 100 million slaves in the, in, in the Atlantic. I, I hear the souls of them right now. I know about those people lynched in the backwoods. I hear the, the cries of their mothers rape, you know, horses ripping people. I, 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 I am not about to throw my people under the bus for appeasing white folks. That's not what this book is about. This book is about hitting the enemy right in the eye. And if you really want to do the work of the Father, the Most High, you should be interested in hitting the real enemy too. I say you should be interested in hitting the real enemy too. And guess what, brothers and sisters, the real enemy you, you help create. You don't know me, Brother Seth. I know if you live in America and born in America, unless you're traveling to all these countries and remote areas and really learning different ways of doing life, you got white supremacy in your brothers and sisters. We all have fed this beast. If you don't get nothing out of this show tonight, know this as we write this book. You have helped feed this beast. Whites would not be where they're at today. I know some of the things they did, they took by force and gunpowder and guns and all that. I understand. But now, today, we're willingly giving up stuff because we agree with the philosophy. We used to fight them tooth and toenail. What's your name? Kutukente. They beat us into saying Toby. They beat us, Arlene, into saying Toby. But now, today, we're calling our kids Toby. <laughs> we love saying Toby. Now, we, and now it may not be even the word Toby. Now, um, you can put your, your your piece on there here. Now we name our kids, not so much Toby, but whatever the white men say pretty much. We idolize Toby now, the name Toby. So, brothers and sisters, again, I know I'm just kind of going on, but, again, all of this is related, relevant, and uh, this is what we're doing tonight, again, talking about the systemic lies of white supremacy, our world ruling religion. And yes, 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 yes. Uh, last thing I want to say is why I'm doing the book. Uh, I, I did establish the need, but I want to talk about what's in it for me personally to write a book. Why you got to put in the book? Why are you trying to make money on it? Let me get something straight with y'all. My wife is in the room now. She's in the house. She's online. She's about to come on here shortly. And she'll tell you in a minute 
her beef with me is that I don't think in terms of monetary. I was on Blog Talk for a long time before I even had a PayPal. I, I, some of you never heard me say it until just now. I mean, I'll never talk about no PayPal. Whereas some blogs you call, you listen to, the, only thing they, the first thing they say is, welcome to our blog, our PayPal, blah, 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 blah. If you don't know by now, Brother Seth is not trying to make a dollar. I don't know what to tell you. Of course, I've said in a meeting with the, some of the co's that my wife and I has con- contemplated retiring and all of that. But all of that was about is letting people know at the, when you when you retire, you don't need to be doing stuff to run off any blessings the Father bring your way because you're no longer working. So when we're no longer working and we have things like uh, we've got blogs and stuff, of course we want to uh, reap in the benefits that comes from those blogs coming from being on social media. Why wouldn't we? And the last thing we want to be is pissing off people against the, the Father's will uh, uh, that will, uh, will, will shortchange us from getting the fruit, financial fruits that could come. There's financial fruits that can come if you just tell what the Father is saying. Don't kiss up the people. Keep integrity. Stand your grounds. Have some convictions. There's some things the Father wants to do for you financially. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And we just don't want to shoot ourselves in the foot, especially after we retire. When you, when you, you know, when you're not retired, you got a job. You probably can be a little, you know, all over the place and just not caring about your. But once you retire, you start getting very concerned about income. So yes, I'm going to be in a place where. I continue to speak the Father's word. We continue to speak the Father's word. We continue to speak the Father's blessing. And we darn show Skippy do not want to be somewhere pissing off people and, and pissing off the Most High and, 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 and handicapping ourselves where it relates to finances or really in any any area. So before we were thinking, I'm just this is about profit or something. As a matter of fact, if I want to profit, I probably would write a book on uh, something more controversial. Y'all know I could be very controversial. A lot of my views are very, very, very controversial. And that's what sells. Not talking about white supremacy. I just want this information out there where folks can know, wow, it really is something practiced by black people. That's what I want. I want people to see. Brother Seth has been devastated by white supremacy in a, so many ways. I cannot, some of it's embarrassing. Just devastated by this lie, these lies. So at this time, I'm going to bring on Sister Arlene. I'm going to open up her line and uh, let her say hello to everybody. And then I'm going to have her to go ahead and read the table of contents. We get going here, all right? So again, transcriber, I'll let you know when it's time. Uh, pull the mic down, the little mic thing. Oh, there you go. There you good. All right, brothers and sisters, again, this is my wife. She's been riding, riding with me. Ride, here's my ride or die partner. And uh, Arlene, ready to be very honest with y'all, she don't like this topic. <laughs> she don't. It's ugly. It's nasty. It's messy. It smells. She hates, hates talking about white supremacy, but she knows it's in all of us. And, uh, Arlene, why don't you go ahead and talk about the need, just in about maybe give it two minutes before you do what we had really said. But anyway, say hello to the people. Your line is open. And let them know about the two minutes of why you think it's needed. Good evening, everybody. Glad you've all tuned in to uh, Five Smooth Stones. I'm definitely going to be reading a table of contents and some other things, but to answer the question, 
I would like to say that um, the fact that white supremacy has become almost like an idol, I believe that it hinders us from knowing our true self and offering our true self to the Most High God in a way where we're able to reflect uh, his image and his character fully in the world around us. Um, if we have a low self-esteem or believe that we're a minority or believe that we're defined by the things that have been imposed on us by social media for years and years and years, then that is actually uh, what exalts itself against the knowledge of God, which means, you know, that causes us to uh, live far below what Christ died to redeem for us. So that's the main reason why I believe it's important because it, it keeps us from walking in the liberty and the freedom and the power and the authority that Christ turned and gave to us once he had redeemed mankind. Okay. Sorry about that. All right. Nancy, can you hear me? All right. Sorry about that. But, uh, there's a giant on the cover, and his feet are just to sell the book to y'all because I really want y'all to go out and buy this book when it comes out. But I want, you, I want y'all to be thinking about this, okay? More than buying the book, let me just say this. Forget about buying the book. Forget about it. Just take the information and use it. Think about what I'm describing right now. There is a giant in your life. I'm not trying to convince you of something. I'm saying, is it? Is it there? So this is what I believe. This giant stands tall. It's almost like the vision I saw, the day vision I saw, where his toes was like literally the skyline of New York. Folks, this really happened to me. I'm not lying to y'all. had a day vision of this. So on this book, I, I... created this giant and on one of his legs I says unmatched unmatched because nothing really can match it there's nothing else another giant around there wrestling no there's nobody else around it's unmatched that's what the whole vision was and then it's unchallenged it don't even have nobody saying hey you let's fight there's nothing challenging white supremacy. Not really. People talk about racism. Oh, racism is horrible, horrible, horrible. But when you listen to them talk about it, they never say that it's a philosophy believed by everybody. They, they just talk about white people. And they should because white people are guilty. But they only that's only like a tenth of the conversation because white people are only 8% of the world's population. 8% of the world's population just can't do what they want to do unless 92% of the world agree with them or let them or be passive or something. So there's a lot of passive people going around with the same philosophy. But anyway, with the giant, I have little quotes. One of them says, the lies and doctrine of white supremacy has all the tenets to be the world religion it is. Folks, if you, just like any religion, you just name it. All the tenets, you got to have a savior, you got to have beliefs, you got to have folks that would die for you for it. 
everything, it does have its own Savior. Y'all think I'm lying, don't you? Its Savior is a white person whose name was Yeshua. Some people say Yahawashah. We know it wasn't Jesus. Now, before you also think I'm talking about Jesus, you done lost all your mind. I'm not knocking the person Jesus. That's my Savior. I'm not playing with this. He did die, resurrect, rose on the third day, had a mother named Mary, all the miracles, everything the Bible ever said. But they changed his name, and they changed how he looked. So what did they do when they did that? They created a whole nother person. Now, when we call on Jesus, we don't mean that person they created. No, I don't think we do, and that's why the demons respond to us. But I'm trying to show you evil at its highest, that somebody will go take the Savior, try to pull all of the credit from him to where we worship, so when they come along, they can take from us and do to us because deep inside in our psyche, we see them being closer to God. That's what that was all about. So when you hear people saying you're sure and they won't say Jesus, don't get upset with them. What they're trying to do is take it back to the way it was. Keep on saying Jesus if you don't understand what I'm saying. Don't never stop. Die saying it if that's what you're saying. But if you really trust in the in, in the person that book and the Bible, you think that's what his name. You can't get with no Yeshua. You go ahead and don't never change. And I think the Father will honor that. And it's nobody can say nothing about it. It's nobody's business. But don't get upset when us, some of us say we saw what happened and we don't appreciate it. He wasn't a white image. If he was, he just was. So what? Just let's live with it and move on. But he wasn't. And that Bible was not full of no white people or no olive people. Let's get over it. Move on. We can't build a church around that. We've got other truths and other things to delve into. It couldn't have been olive. Couldn't have been light-skinned because there was no mixing back then. There was no white people, I meant to say, to mix with. That was not till later on, thousands and thousands and thousands of years later. That's why I said for somebody around here talking about white man is Esau, it's cuckoo. How can white man be Esau when there was no Europe? I don't understand that. Anyway, also on the cover, it says so many, uh, this is a little quote, these are little quotation marks. Okay, I'm back, I'm going too fast. On the cover is the giant. Can you imagine that? His feet are big as a skyline toes, and uh, uh, there's these, it says, the many faces of white supremacy. Now, you would think it'd have a bunch of white people, right? I do have white people on their cover, for real, because they are the faces of white supremacy, one of them, but I also have black people's faces. I got cute little uh, black faces, black girls, teenagers. I got old black people. I got old Indian people, young Indian people. I got Asian people. Because white supremacy, the face of white supremacy is the face of humanity. This lies everywhere. It's our young people is full of it because their mom and daddy full of it. And they tell them stupid stuff. My mother used to tell us when we was young, 
I don't know how young, maybe eight, nine, I don't know, shaped their baby nose. You know, when babies was born in our family, she, I would hear her tell Donna, shape Tasha's nose, Taurus' nose. And I don't mean to pick on my mother, because I'm not going to throw my mother in the bus for nobody, but, folks, that's white supremacy. I would hear my mother say, y'all should have to have these white folks coming over. What about the black people that was coming over, Mama? And I don't want to pick on my mother, but I'm just saying, if, if I was saying about my own mother, what, what do you think your mother was saying? Something similar. Why do you think all these sisters been oppressed all their life of being so-called dark? I don't even know if we should say dark. Just they just as a woman. Anyway, uh, many so-called whites aren't white supremacists because they know better, but they remain passive to it for benefits. There you go, brother. Said so you're trying to get the white folks out the hook. I'm going to say it again. Many so-called white supremacists are not, many, many, so-called, many so-called whites are not white supremacists in pure definition because they know better, but remains passive to it for benefits. How can a white person be a white supremacist when they really don't believe it? They just like us making over them, and, and we believe it. So they are, what they're guilty of then, Brother Seth, they're guilty of being a liar, a deceiver. Talking about the book cover, Arlene is going to come on with the table of contents and read some more things. Again, y'all, I don't have some person to do the intro and some person to work the board, so I'm doing it all, so I know I'm doing a lot of talking. But just pretend the person that did the intro was one person, now it's I'm another person, okay, till I get some help. So, yes, if white people know better, they can't be white supremacists. According to definition, they have to be liars and deceivers. And that's where a lot of educated whites are. They're liars and deceivers. They know better. And some of them, I'm going to say most of them, just go along with it because it's profitable. There's something called white privilege. But not all white people buy into that. Some people reject the privilege. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. Well, I don't know any. Okay. That don't mean it don't exist because you don't know any. You probably don't know very many white people at all. It's some people that don't appreciate white supremacy that's wearing white skin. Believe that. Never was, is, here's another quote, never was, is, or ever will be, a people based on skin color, according to Scripture. Need I say anything else about that? No such thing. So why do you use it? That's why I say you're not innocent. You know you say white and black all the time. You're feeding the beast. You're not innocent. If you are, listen, I know Arlene said, what about the co-host? Co-host, we're coming to you. My wife said, what about the co-host? Are we coming to you, <laughs> But again, I know I'm doing a lot of talking, but again, we don't have an intro guy. So, but this is serious, and we're coming to you, co-host. My wife is in the house. She's got love for the co-host, so y'all coming on. But think about this, brothers and sisters. Never was, is, or will ever be a people based on skin color. So if it was a social construct, and you, listener, you, you are constantly feeding the construct, are you innocent? If these folks go into, let's start this, and let's start saying white and black, and you know what, we, it's going to benefit us, and, and really, 
they'll no longer be looked at really as our equals because of this. Okay, let's just go ahead and start seeing it, white and black. And when they first start seeing everybody make fun of them, they ain't, ain't going to fly. And they keep on doing it, keep moving out the whole world saying white and black. So you're telling me you're innocent. Did you know that in this social construct, you're not even a man? You're not even, you're not even their equal? So this is why I say so-called so much. All right? The invention and culture of whiteness is an evil social construct. It's an evil social construct. So, uh, transcribe it. Just lay, just, just, just chill out for a while while we do these preliminaries. We want to bring on our coast and get a, a few comments. Uh, Brother Ken, when your line is open, Brother John. Your line is now open as well. I want y'all to go ahead and make it no more than about two minutes because Arlene is getting ready to read uh, what she has to say. Oh, you can go ahead and make it three minutes. It's not a problem. Uh, but Arlene is going to uh, then come on and do a lot of reading, y'all, that you got to hear. This is going to be good. Then we're going to get into the Expo 30. So go ahead, Brother Ken, and say hello to the people. All right. Shalom, shalom, everybody. Glad to be in. And I look forward to hearing more about uh, the book. All right, I pass the mic. Appreciate you, brother. Brother John. Brother John, I guess he's busy. Sometimes Brother John is working while he's listening to the show, and so I should have asked him whether or not he was coming on tonight. But Brother John is in the house also. So at this time, I want to go back. To, we'll come to Brother John later. Brother, Sister Arlene, go ahead and read what you got. Again, this is going to be the table of contents, and then what she's going to do after the table of contents, she's going to go into the detail, more details of those contents. Go right here. Okay. Good evening again, everybody. I will be the reader, official reader tonight, and I'll start out with a table of contents, which for me is the first thing I read whenever I read a book. Dedication, how to read this book, definition of systemic lies of white supremacy, acknowledgement, forward, preface, a very serious question for you, the reader, introduction, a giant spotted, unchallenged, and unmatched in strength. Chapter 1. What is What this work is, what this work is not. The mechanics of white supremacy, simply how it works. Proof of clear and present danger. The Exposition 30. 30 areas of life saturated with the idolatry of white supremacy. What this work is, what this work is not. Chapter 2, Institutional Racism, The Church, Formal Education, Culture, Media, etc. Chapter 3, So-Called Whites as Victims of White Supremacy Doctrines. Chapter 4, Foreigners as Victims of White Supremacy Doctrines. Chapter 5, So-Called African Americans as Victims of White Supremacy Doctrines. Chapter 6, how genuine good humans can believe evil lies and become like devils. Chapter 7, Solutions for Victims of White Supremacy. The Conclusion, References, Appendix, and Index. We're going to skip the reading of the dedication and go to how to read this book, which has been edited. 
with urgency, as though your very life depends on it, because it does. Please use the index for any words or phrases that seem unfamiliar to you. There are terms that are used today that need to be described or reframed. For instance, so-called is used to show a term that was fashioned to categorize people to fit into a newly designed race based on the new standard. Also, ask the Holy Spirit to inform you as you read so that you will understand where you sit on the spectrum and how you can get set free. The definition of white supremacy. This work isn't speaking of the infamous Nazi campaign or white supremacy hate groups implemented to make Europe pure white by violently removing those considered non-white. This is about participation nationally and internationally in the practice of prioritizing or valuing people based on skin color, whether done consciously or subconsciously. It is carried out in a religious fashion throughout the day, empowering the West and diseasing non-white masses globally. White supremacy is idolatry, which has been taught as a standard since the inception of America. This false standard is a life-suffocating, marginalizing, and crippling global philosophy practiced nonstop by millions in every single ethnic group on earth. The training is so ingrained in a societal fabric, it is practiced by the masses without one single so-called white person within thousands of miles. The core teaching is that so-called white people are superior in thought, actions, or speech. It further promotes them overtly or covertly to possess abilities and instincts over and beyond so-called non-white people. To fuel the agenda of white supremacy, there is a counter-philosophy taught that supports it. So-called black inferiority is the foundation on which white supremacy steps up to a higher position. It's like the two sides of a coin, but one side defines the other. The foundational lie is that so-called whites are a race strictly based on color. This philosophy has been the cornerstone of many countries, especially Western civilization. These, this, these beguide millions have redefined standards observed by all civilizations globally for thousands of years. No doubt there remains only one entity left standing, challenging the influence and collective wealth of these white supremacists. It is the kingdom of Yah, God, of which I am a representative. We'll move down to the preface. Do you want the preface read? What if I told you a daily newspaper that constantly publishes lies, 100% false information or deception, partial information about your family's greatness, past, present, and projected future? Or perhaps the media, media simply kept the masses ignorant of how your family contributed to society. So much so, your family suffers from an identity crisis and lack of self-respect. If those oppressors go for, further and force their history exclusively while remaining quiet about yours, can your family ever recover? 
This is precisely what white supremacy does to so-called non-white people daily all over the world. If these deeply rooted lies go unchecked and become the norm within society, people will be abused. People will suffer. Some expect uh, second class. So, So there should be pushback from everybody, from the church to educational departments and other global institutions. Therefore, each lie and deception must be exposed one by one. Otherwise, this idol worship will cause the planet to succumb to worshiping whiteness, white people. Is there any one or many Americans trivialize much-needed knowledge outside of the tentacles of the United States? This arrogance has stifled the individual and collective growth of nations, including so-called white nations, caused setbacks for humanity. Finally, unlike many, this author doesn't believe so-called whites created white supremacy. White supremacy is a creation of Satan for an evil army sent to a rebellious Israel and a rebellious planet. No mere men can do such damage to humanity and the earth. We're going to skip reading the introduction, which is a vision, and we'll move on to chapter one. What this work is and what this work is not. What this work isn't and what this work is. This work isn't an attack on any people, especially so-called white people, but it is an attack on the philosophy in many of them. Also, while I, too, celebrate and don't shy away from the greatness of dark-skinned people, this work isn't from a place of black power, African power, or is hatred or destruction against any people, including white people. The primary goal of this work is to destroy ignorance while leaving people intact. While there's talk of dark-skinned people being empowered, it's addressing ignorance and lies about so-called black people. While with any lie, the truth has to be told or else distortion is created, a handicap is developed, or people will be mistreated. Lastly, if you think or perceive hatred from the author, please note you may be misunderstanding the author's heart. Perhaps you are skipping segments of the book and not really processing what you're reading. Never does the author intend to disrespect human blood in this entire work. The mechanics of white supremacy, how white supremacy works in your everyday life. First, you have to acknowledge whites as being a legitimate class. The invention of whiteness is socially constructed. In this social construct, if so-called white people are a people, that makes others automatically inferior because of how it is designed. They have set themselves up to be superior. So-called blacks are not equal, but property initially, and then are moved to being minority. The mechanics are about a system, not a people. So the people in this system have seized the power to define, redefining, renaming, and reinterpreting everything to their new standard with no regard to the past. One reason white supremacists are so confident and bold is due to the silence, passivity, and fear promoted in society and even in the doctrines of churches. Any improvements, innovations, and consistent infrastructure is attributed to so-called whites 
consciously and subconsciously because they control the narrative. Their illegal siege of power to define, rename, and redefine promotes the arrogant, bold, and rude behavior and disregard of other ethnic groups. White supremacy is ingrained in our minds and hearts, similar to traffic laws. We really need to talk about those laws, yet we obey them, consciously and subconsciously, even when no one is watching. The system promotes lies, deception, and seeks to hide the glory and contributions of so-called non-white. New world means new lives, new people, and new history, new standards defined within this social construct. The Bible says we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against spiritual wickedness in high places. These people are influenced by that wickedness in high places, principalities, and spiritual wickedness. Then the media must be controlled also to wash the minds of the subjects. If you see the might and strength by them and don't attribute it to Yah, you worship white supremacy versus the Most High. White supremacy can only work when it goes unchallenged. When those in power of any country, including non-white countries, determine it is in their best interest to promote primarily the ideas and cultures of the West, the education of the West, for the advancement, they are possibly sentencing their own people to this evil, to this demise for many generations to come. This will no doubt create youth that will not know better and establish new adults, so-called white thought, as policy. This means 92% of so-called non-white people will in thought, speech, and action promote the idolatry and the evil of white supremacy. What is often called normal or non-combative or regular is filled with white supremacy to later cause pain, destruction, and setback for millions. For instance, when people wake up in the morning and just simply grab a newspaper and a cup of coffee, they're participating in racism. White supremacy is created when routinely one hides so-called blacks' goodness and greatness and only reveals and exposes their bad traits or behaviors. And I'd like to, uh, uh, just real quick, Arlene, I'd like to add something really quickly to the transcriber listening because he has literally shown, although this is past and this is already done, I, I would like to add a little right there where she talks about when you wake up and you just have a cup of coffee, somebody, some people may not be making a connection. I thought about that. So, again, transcriber, please forgive me if you can go back uh, at this junction uh, and, and, and add this. What I mean is when you have a cup of coffee and you just mind your own business, people get up in the morning, get their cup of coffee, get the paper, they're not trying to be racist. They're just trying to just know what's going on. The reason why I say you participate in racism is because the papers are slanted and it's full of hatred. Somebody behind the scene has determined what is to be said, and they're hiding our glory, as Arlene was just saying, and they're putting forth the glory of whites. They're hiding ugliness of whites, and they're putting out the beauty of whites, and they're hiding the glory of so-called blacks, and they're showing our ugly side. So when you just reading the paper, minding your own business, you're participating in racism. Go ahead, Arlene. There is a global there is there is a global goal 
of blockage, so-called black greatness, to balance the lies of whites being superior. How can anyone understand the danger of white supremacy before they see the original prototype the Father has chosen, which was a world of dark people doing everything needed to thrive in society? Thank you for allowing me to do this reading, and I'll continue with the show. Powerful, powerful, and thank you, Arlene. Arlene is on the bio. She has other obligations, and I just want to thank her for that. Uh, 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 I um, want to just pick up with, yeah, I hope y'all said, push that over here. I, I, I hope y'all understood what you just read. That was a lot. That was a whole lot right there. Uh, before I go any further, because I couldn't could give, give Brother John earlier, let me go back to the phone lines and just see if any co-hosts have anything to say before I go into uh, our live transcribing. Uh, Brother King, when your line is open, Brother John, your line is open well. Uh, let me know what y'all think of anything you just heard. Uh, Brother Kenwin, I'll come to you first. Uh, anything you gleaned from what Arlene just said? Any, any comments, anything? Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I was kind of making a list of uh, several questions that I got thus far in listening to the show and about the book uh, and introductions and whatnot. And, uh, <clears throat> well, um, you had mentioned Esau, and that, you know, raised up an antenna um, about the Hebrew Israelite movement. And uh, although I uh, I, I kind of want to dig into that part that with uh, Esau uh, being into the world, and uh, I want to say you said once before that white supremacy also has an expiration date. Um, wouldn't those two kind of go together? Um, but and that that was kind of that one antenna, that one little question about that part. As far as the supremacy and uh, uh, and how we all kind of hypnotized by it, um, I guess my question with that is, what exactly? Uh, it's wrong if he was to have that mentality that just give it to him. Like, whites are superior. You know, uh, what, uh, if he was just let them have that, what would the what would that look like? Uh, I, and, and I say that uh, in a kind of double question type of way. Uh, if you affiliated this world, as being under their control and how that little minority of people was able to establish that much, giving them that title as supreme, you know, of the the races, you know, and 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 looking about us with Christ, uh, bringing in you know our belief system with that, we're supposed to be separated from the world. Right, so I was saying, if we was to say yes, they are superior, uh, would that be like a double whammy? Will we will we going against our scriptures, and would that kind of falling into their little trap also? And and, well, I, and I say all of this by trying to figure out a way to escape. Hold on, hold on, brother King. When you said a mouthful, and I gotta take them, you gotta we gotta take a little, you know, to eat an elephant, you gotta take a little small bite. So let me just say this really quickly. 
Number one, the Father never said this is their world. There ain't no one in the Bible. This is their world. When the Bible says Satan is the God of this world, it don't mean he's the Satan of the God. He's the God of this church. He's not the God of uh, of believers' world. We have another kingdom. He's the Lord of the world. Worldly people. Satan is their God. On this earth, where we go, we take the kingdom. He is not God of that world. Where we go, where we walk, where we tread, where we declare. And that's what, you know, the the couple that was on the show, which I know y'all didn't listen to them, but that's what they was trying to get over. To let us see we have power in this world, being not of this world. We're not supposed to buy into the defeat of what the world is experiencing with the God of this world, Satan. That's them. In this world, on this earth, we're supposed to say the kingdom of God is at hand in me. And we're supposed to rule over all devils, over all philosophies. And eventually our Savior is going to come to this world, set up our kingdom, and that kingdom will then crush with the naked eye. Then we'll be able to see the nations bow the knee. But they're supposed to be bowing the knee in your house, bowing the knee in your world. Wherever you go, you take authority. The Bible says, Lo, I give you power to trade upon serpents and scorpions over all the powers of the enemy. Why would you do that if we're just going to be up on the white folks? No, the people that's on the white people is those that are oblivious to it and serving. That's why we're doing this show, to let the believers know, hey, you're serving this image. And then they're supposed to go, oh, my bad. And, and just say, all right, I resist this system. I see the white supremacy. And and just, and no, no, no disrespect, but even what you're saying right now, that's a part of it. We're in this country, this is the white man's world, they just do what they want to do. No. no. Then why are we saved? Why do you give us the Holy Spirit? If that's the case, we shouldn't have no Holy Spirit, no gifts of discernment, no no word of knowledge, no word of wisdom, no gift of faith, no gift of miracles, no tongues, no nothing. Just come here, be saved, and let these white people kick, kick our bus, and then we die. Nowhere in the Bible does it says that. So I hope you understand what I'm saying. That's what Arlene was just saying. If you don't see Yah, behind these people, using them for a season, because the whole world turned their back on him. And he chose this unnamed people, assorted albinos mixing in the caves of Europe that became a nation to chastise the rest of the world. He says, I will provoke you to jealousy by those that are not a people. How can somebody be not a people? Are he saying they're not human? He mean they're not an established people. They didn't. They weren't formed the normal way. All these different people come from all these different tribes up in Europe, having all one thing in common: whiteness. And they begin to mix. This is what you're not going to hear. That's why we do what we do on this Five Stone Network. So these people became a mighty people. They're us. 
They're not us and them. We are those people. Those are our blood people, those Africans. So God used them as his belt. He says it many times in the scriptures. If you don't believe what I just said, not a problem. What about the time the Father will use this nation to chastise this nation because this nation was disobedient? And then once he chastised this nation, he turned around and chastised the nation that just chastised that other nation because they took it too far. This, just, this is just history repeating itself, which is why it's crazy to say the white man is the devil because the white man wasn't around for all this time when we had the devil. So I don't know if I'm answering your question or not. I know I'm answering a little bit of it. But like I said, Arlene just read it. If you don't know the purpose of these people, you will worship them. Worship them don't mean you're saying something good about them. Worship can mean that you think they're just all powerfully evil. That's still worship. People think worship is, oh, you're so beautiful, you're so kind, we worship you, Father. No Worship is to be giving them any type of credit that they, you know, it's like credit to be evil, credit, credit to be the the most evil people. Oh, why you so evil? Oh, why we everywhere? You can't do nothing. They got you, man. Oh, they gonna get you. Oh, they gonna get us. Oh, we can't go nowhere. That's worship. That is just as much worship as Thou art Most High, Lord. We worship you. You saying you're worshiping Him for His goodness, but you can also worship. The Father or Satan for the worst, the badness. So I refuse, refuse, Brother Kenwin and listeners, I refuse to worship these people. They're merely used for a season, and that season is coming to an end. Just, but it's, uh, all of the seasons came to an end. The Babylonian seasons came to an end. The Egyptians came to an end. The Assyrians came to an end. Any global empire, the Romans, everything always comes to an end. This is just history repeating itself. Did you, did you get anything for what I just said before we get into this other? I want, I'm not going to get into the uh, Esau thing. I, I, I made it clear they can't be Esau because they weren't even around when Esau was around. Esau was not no white man. I don't believe that. I don't believe that. I don't believe that because right after his kids was mixing with all kinds of people, even if they were white, they got turned real fast because they was mixing with non-white people. It was too much mixing. They was too black. Europe wasn't a nation for there to be white people back in the Bible days. I don't believe that. It don't hold. It don't hold no archaeology, uh, 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 scientific proofs with me. It just don't make sense to me in my mind, especially with after the teachings of leprosy. But go ahead, brother. Any comments? And then I'm gonna go to. I think I see Purcell in the house. I'm gonna see if you have any comments. Or brother John, we'll try brother John again. But quickly, and we'll deal with the Esau thing later. Okay, gotcha. Um... Well, uh, I'm going to just uh, end it right there and pass the mic, man. All right. Well, Brother Kenwin, I appreciate your spirit, man. I mean, you just sit, you're a sponge, and that's that's the smartest people oftentimes in the room. And uh, I really want to know more about what you think. We're going to come back to the co-host after I go for a little bit. Um, let's go to the phone line. Brother John, are you there? Are you there now? Okay. I'm going to go to Brother Percy, Percy all the way in Cincinnati. Uh, I think Brother John is probably in his office doing some deals, I don't know, or working, whatever he do. Uh, Brother Purcell, your line is open. Brother, go right ahead if you're able to comment. Are you going to be right with us as a call tonight or a caller? Uh, just just a caller. Or, okay, uh, do you have any comments on anything you said, uh, anything said so far in the show? 
Um, I heard you. Let me see. Let me see if I can. I kind of came in on the tail end, so um, I don't have a full thought. But I heard you talking about one thing you were talking about was uh, Satan being the god of this world. Am I right about that? Yeah, the Bible talks about Satan being the god of this world, but it's only he only the god of the people in the world. Okay. I don't think he's okay. the god yeah. of believers. He's cause we're in the world. We're we're in the world with these believers. So how can he be the god of this? He's the god of the world because the world mostly choose him. Like like kind of almost like a vote. But he's not yeah. the god of our world. He's not the god. Yeah. We're supposed to have the victory every yeah. day, all day, with Christ, with the Father. So I don't buy into Satan. It's just his yeah. world. We Do just got to get on. Go ahead. Do you have me muted? No, I don't have you muted. Go ahead. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Listen, you went on and on and on, but listen. Listen to what I was getting ready to say. I was going to say that it goes without saying that Satan is not the god of the, god of the believer's world. Uh, but if we understand this statement properly, Technically, what it's saying is Satan is the god of this world system. Satan is the god of this world system. This is why Paul admonished us not to be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of the, of, this, of our minds because we he did, didn't want us to get caught up in the world for this world system. It's this world system that will hoodwink the believer, bamboozle the believer, and the like. So it is important that we understand that it's this this system, the world system. Gotcha. Yeah, that's what we're talking about. It's the system that gets us caught up and causes us to uh, astray or fall off, if you will, or be or be tossed to and fro. It's the system. Okay, so that's 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 that thought. Um, there was another thought that you you had brought up, or you were talking about. Um, And now I, I just now it kind of escapes me, but I thought about when you were talking about it. The Lord dropped the scripture in my spirit from Isaiah, the book of Isaiah, forty-five and three. Forty-five and three says that I will give you the treasures of darkness and hidden riches in secret places. This is for the believer. For the believer, and I think this scripture is connected to. Uh, okay, Priscilla, let me say this. I don't mean to cut you off, but listen, brother, this is how we roll in the night. Y'all got about three or four minutes, okay? And I'm just being honest, just for time's sake, because you and I boys, and we can do this. 
All right, I, I got to get this book out because, you know, I know I've talked a lot, but, again, we don't have no intro, guy. So we have to do all that set up. Arlene came and she did her thing. Now we got to get into this book. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. So go I want to come back to you, man. I don't want – I just got to get into it. I see Brother John. I tried to reach out to him earlier. Now I see his hand going up. So I, I'm really doing that because of Brother John. I'm, I need to go to Brother John. But I want you to finish, but just – Finish in less than a minute. No, I'm finished. I'm finished. I'm finished. Okay. Brother John, John. your line is open. Uh, No more than about three minutes, brother. Again, trying to just get y'all in. I want to hear y'all's comments. I came to y'all twice. So, Brother Purcell, you missed the first time around. So, again, I wasn't on. Yeah. So, Brother John, coming to you a second time, brother. Yes. Are your line open? Go right ahead. Yeah, um, as I explained to you previously, Seth, I would raise my hand if I had something to say, and I didn't have anything to say. That's the reason why I didn't raise my hand, so I don't know why you came to me. I heard you both times, and I tried to hurry up and get off of mute, but I couldn't. But um, good job uh, with the revealing of the book, Chris Arling, giving us the, the particulars. I appreciate it, and I'll get back. Okay. And that's Brother Johnny. And, y'all, we're going to come to these calls as much as we can. I'm going to put myself on a timer. In 15 minutes, I'm coming to them again. So I promised them I was going to have them on four times. That's at least about everybody get like, you know, four times. What is that, about 15 minutes? That's what I will, that's the goal. So they're running late. Purcell missed his first time around. Brother Ken would have he uh, opt not to share as much. But I do want to hear from my calls tonight. So, again, transcribing the timer goes uh, so we're going to start right about now. Okay, picking up to where we left off last week, now I want to talk about the working definitions for this book. This portion of the book is very important. The enemies inside people has influenced man to redefine everything. One more time, the enemies inside people, these so-called white people and others, has influenced man to redefine everything. So for the purpose of this work, we must go back to the proper definitions of things. Race is in the Bible four times, have nothing to do with people. Every time, brothers and sisters, we use the word race. We're buying into the social construct of a race based upon color, which was created, some people argue, during the Spanish Inquisition, some people say after Bacon's Rebellion. And many of you know the story about Bacon's Rebellion. It was the first rebellion in the New World, the biggest rebellion, the first huge rebellion in the New World over land distribution. And this is when they come up with the concept of black and white to appease those rebelling against those uh, in power. Okay, and this is when they start the slave trade, and they create this new underclass called blacks addressing these slaves, addressing white, so-called white people. Now, there were indigenous servants. I'll get more into this later in the book, but there was indigenous servants. I'll talk about this when I get into the, uh, 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 the solution. All right, but I'm just hitting this really quickly. The concept of race based upon color started many, some people say as early as the Spanish Inquisition, but it took uh, roots in after the Bacon's Rebellion. Uh, 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 
So Nathaniel uh, Bacon, I think his name was, and, and Governor Berkeley back in Jamestown. Go back and read all that, y'all. That's old history, high school history. But anyway, no such thing as a race based upon color. Every single time you say it, you have to create the social construct, which is why I always say so-called. So-called is so-called black, so-called white. I don't know no other way to say it. And that's another question in and of itself. Where did white people come from? What do you call them? Because there wasn't a Europe. There wasn't. You can't say they're Britons or Britons or they Italians or they're Spanish. There was no Spanish. There was no. There was. There was not all of these European countries in Bible times. There was no white nation in Bible times, brothers and sisters. After Christ. I believe that's when it starts to happen. You're beginning to take, but I don't. I just don't believe it. That's that's a that's another another conversation. But all I'm trying to say to establish right now, there's no such thing as a race based strictly just on color. So when we see people, we group people in our minds based on color. You're buying into evil. That's what I was trying to say with Brother Kenwin in so many words. All this talk about either either Esau being the white man, it it don't hold no water. Because I can show you that same look of blonde hair, blue eyed people that can go in Europe and pass for white and they've never been in Europe, don't can't even speak English and they from, you know, Pakistan. And it's gonna kill your theory. Those are African people in Europe. All the hoopla by Europe and Italian and this and that, I understand. But this is where y'all got to get out and read, do some reading. Uh, J.A. Rogers, read his book on, on, on race, sex, race, where he goes off into this. Read uh, books like, uh, 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 and, and all of this, I want to be a part of the book. Read books like, uh, um, J.A. Rogers is a good one. Um but here's another one. Um, bear with me, y'all. Okay. Dr. Francis Chris Welsing talks about talks about this. Dr. Ben Yakanan uh, 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 talks about race. Uh, Ivan Ben Sertima uh, talks about race. There's, there's hundreds of authors talking about this, but you got to remember this, brothers and sisters. A lot of white people, this exposed their nakedness, so to speak, or their, uh, uh, they call it the Dark Ages because it was dark for Europe. That's why they call it, one of the reasons they call it the Dark Ages is other reasons. But my point is, you've got to listen to authors that don't look like white people to talk about this. And some of y'all got so much self-hate, you don't even trust people that look like us. Again, it's a philosophy. So there's whites that don't trust people look like us, and there's black folks that don't trust people look like us. But how else you gonna learn? Just like Brother Seth, some people saying, some of you are saying to me right now, "Who are you? What are your credentials? How do you know?" I'm letting you know the Spirit revealed it to me. Yes, I have these other books, but the other books is to tell y'all, so y'all can go read those other books and you can believe what I'm saying. But I didn't necessarily read uh, J. Rogers' work first. And to be honest, I haven't even read his works. I just read a little bit of it and know he talks about it, and I know the premise of it. He just believes in the whole albino thing. But it's a whole lot of people get into the al- albinism thing. Okay? Michael Michael Bradley book, Chosen from the Caucasus. Read that. It's a lot of people, and he's white. There's a lot of so-called whites and so-called blacks talking about life 
from Africa going into Europe, the Caucasus Mountains, one reason they call it Caucasus, you know, Caucasians going that route, going up there, people losing pigmentation. It's a lot, a lot of information if you want it. But if you're one of those people that think, because we're talking about this type of thing, is hate, you'll never, ever grow in this. And that brings me to something. And, again, we're transcribing, okay? Um, the Father showed me something about me. It was almost like a cord that goes to my head, a thick cord that goes to my head. He showed me first, but now I'm letting you know it's with you as well. And it's, it's, it's like this cord we all have where we're plugged into something higher up. Just imagine everybody's got something like this plug in their head, just like a 210 or a 120 plug in your head, and it's going up, up into the ceiling or somewhere, and it's to a higher unit. That's that cord that we, we shouldn't have that I'm, talking, I'm addressing in this book. It's this trust in white people. We all have it. And this is where I know, this is, I'm glad Priscilla's on the line because he's one of those that say, oh, I'm not a white supremacist. This is where I'm, where I'm getting at. A lot of us, don't are not ready to receive black authors a lot of times. If I mention too many black authors, y'all be like, okay, they all just angry. They all hate. No, that's not true. A lot of them are scholars. A lot of them teach white kids. And so why do I have to say that? Because some of y'all think if they teach white kids, they must be good. I'm telling y'all we're sick with this. So anyway, uh, the father showed me it's the trust. i got to hit this. And I want all this to go in the book. The Father showed me this cord. I explained this to LSU and I think John before. It's like this cord go to our head. And as long as we're plugged into this cord, we cannot see or hear what the Holy Spirit is saying because it sounds like hate. We just think it's another thought of hate. Every time I talk free about black, so-called black people being prosperous, I mean being uh, uh, having... Like I say, the Bible is black. That that that, const, that comment right there. The Bible is for the dark skinned people, not even olive. Some of you hear hate in that. You hear hate. Oh, he must hate. People don't know when I first asked the father and I started to research that. I actually thought the father was going to show me black people over here, this little group over here, and then there was some uh, Hispanics or some Latinos over here, and there was some whites over here, and then there's Jews over here. I didn't know if the father was going to show me the whole Bible was black. I really wanted him to show me show me something where I can teach it and everybody be happy. That's what Brother Seth thought. The Father showed me different. Again, when I broke the cord, he broke the cord. His truth broke the cord of trust in white people. Knowledge started coming almost like when I was a child. I started learning all kinds of stuff. And people thinking I'm so deep and I'm so this and I'm so that. I don't even read like that. It's just with the spirit was just revealing things that we see every day. Truth is before you, brothers and sisters, your father has not forsook you, have not forsaken you. It's just that we're full of this poison. And when somebody tells us something, we think they're full of hate. Anything great about Africa, you can only can say too many things, and then folks, the average Christians, while sure, I kind of agree with him. You have such a beef with the church. If you start saying anything about Africa or anything about black-skinned people, there are people that will associate you with hate. Why do we do that? 
Why do church, why do Christians, and this is why I really understand Elishua, but I just want to always, people, I just wish he'd sound more loving towards the believer. But I understand him because it seems like Christians are the number one reasons. It's like no matter what we do in terms of furthering or try to help so-called African-American people, we start to, even in black history, you hear pastors saying crazy stuff like, you know, the flesh is this, the flesh is that. But they didn't have no problems hanging up that white image in their church for 95,000 years. As soon as we started hanging up black images, which we shouldn't hang up in no images, but when we started hanging up black images, everybody wants to start talking about the scriptures when they ain't supposed to hang up images. Y'all been hanging up images forever. And when the black movement came, the Afrocentric if I can talk tonight, when this movement came about, there's so many believers saying, well, it don't matter who you are in the flesh. It's really funny how people choose, well, we don't want to be in the flesh one minute whenever you're talking about something great about Africa. But as long as you go with the norm, talking about Europe and all this, nobody ain't going to say nothing to you. This, what the Father showed me, had to do with that cord. We all, everybody on this on this line, everybody listening on the sound of my voice, and by the way, thank you again for tuning into the Five Sutone Network tonight. We have the codes in the house. It looked like we we have the callers in the house, and again, folks, we're just talking about the systemic lies of white supremacy, our world's ruling religion. This is a book being wrote literally on this blog show. So, again, that won't go in the book, but just a little, uh, I have to do that station identification. So, brothers and sisters, the Father has revealed this cord, this cord. I want all this in the book, Transcriber. Uh the Father had to reveal a cord that we all have, and it's an ungodly, oh, my God, this is such a sick, ungodly thing attached to us. we got to quit trusting white folks, white people. You trust them, but no more than you trust the next person. I'm not saying, hey, white people, don't ever listen. I'm not saying that. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying quit trusting them over everybody else. Quit trusting their books over anybody else. Quit trusting their broadcasts over anybody else. But do hear them because they are, some of them, God's chosen people too. Chosen many, he's speaking through them, that's all. I'm not talking about Israelites right now who's blind for the most part. The Father is using all kinds of people. Not just Israelites. It's another thing. People saying, oh, I'm an Israelite. You, ain't no white man teach me nothing. That's ludicrous. You need to be listening to the Spirit wherever it comes because some of us are so sick, we can't even learn certain things right now because it's just it's too, it's too hard for us to believe living under the thumb of white supremacy so long. So back to the topic at hand, working definitions. Race. Again, it's in the Bible four times. Quit talking about race based on colors, no such thing. You might as well just start doing what I do, say so-called. We don't know who white people are. We don't know what tribe they're from because they're too mixed. Why yet? We don't know who no Gentile nations are, any people that's outside of Israel, really. The only way we know who Israelites are is because of the prophecies that's to be upon them. The color white, that's a no-brainer. I'm not going to even go into that. The white ain't white. You know why we even say that? It's no such thing. 
Okay, moving right along. Uh, when we say Yah, of course we're talking about the Most High because we're going to say it a lot in the book. Yah just means the Most High. Known by many names. The Bible said I should call his name Jah because there was no J in the Hebrew. And I think we got a hand that's up. Yes, we do. Let's go to the phone lines. Got a hand that's up. You know how we do when somebody raises a hand, we go straight to the line. Eric code 678-698. We only ask three things on this show. Your name that you want to go by, the city you're calling from, and how did you hear about this network? Go right ahead. I've chimed into your show before. This is Michael Gay from the Michael Gay Network. So I just happened to be just trolling around and then saw that you were on live, and I like what you're sharing. Um, you're right. There was not a color thing. You know, we, we created that. Uh, we, we, we created the whole color thing um, because, really, it was a region thing. If you were European, you were called a European. If you were African, you were called an African, and so on and so forth. Um, later on, it became a color thing within the United States, right? Um, you didn't call African an African. You called him black. You didn't call a white person a European. You called him white. So we, we started adding more to this whole racial thing and, and this whole color thing. Um, Hold on, did you say you don't call a – say it again. You don't call a European. Say it again. No, back back in the days, uh, individuals were called by where they lived, or they were Absolutely. from. If Absolutely. you were called, you know, uh, if you were called a, if you were called a European, or if you were from Europe, that's what they would tell you. I'm from, uh, I'm European. Okay, you are European. I'm Spanish. I'm, I'm, I'm from Spain. You know, I'm from a uh, uh, certain region. You identified from the region where you came from. Right, yeah. and, then, and 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 I mean, we can go to a whole lot of stores and everything because if we can look at where you know the United States, hell, California was part of Mexico. That's a whole different story. But I'm just saying, is that where yes, identity-wise was not black and white based on what you said. It wasn't black and white. It was based on the region you came from. Absolutely. Am I wrong? You're absolutely right. Okay, so that's where we have to start from. Unfortunately, we do not go back to that and look at that where it all began. Well, let all me of just a sudden, say we made it a color thing. Right, we made it a well, color thing this, on both of them. Let me say this, Michael, then we're going to go to the co-host, and I'm just pleased to give mm-hmm. me because tonight we, we open up for everybody, but I just want to make sure our co-hosts get in there. Uh, but listen, you're <laughs> absolutely right, uh, Michael. And it's also good to hear from you. It's been a while since I heard you call the show, and uh, uh, and 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 blessings well, to your network. Well, blessings to your network as well. But listen, I even go back further than that. I tell Europeans, yes, it's, it's politically correct to say Spanish and this and that, but really and truly, I like to stick with the Bible because when you stick, when you get away from the scriptures, that's when the error starts to happen. Truth of the matter is, there really isn't a Spanish. So they may have came from a region called Spaniard or Spanish, Spain. Uh, They may have came from Ireland. But truth of the matter is, when that Bible was wrote, those places didn't exist. Nobody wanted to live up there. When the Father began to prepare this people that was going to rule this earth for a season, that was going to be his belt, 
that's when these people begin to go under the unction, I believe, of the father who turned them over to Satan because a lot of them was full of bitterness of their, of their relatives, these albinos, yes, and they begin to go up north. Hold on. Shut that down. That's part of your three minutes. But let me just say this and I get the final minute from you since I'm talking during your, your, your time there. But all I'm saying is it's not even politically mm-hmm. correct, really, to call them Spanish and Spaniards. I tell whites, where are you from? You think somebody's confused, ask them where they're from. That's confusing. But you have to look at but, but But if you don't mind me interrupting, and I apologize, is that where why do we have so many dialects? How, how can we have so many uh, languages? Because, see, if you look at what God created that, he created us. Well, I don't know different. if he created 9,000 dialects, and I gotta, we got to go. But I think what he did during the Tower of Babylon where you're going, very intelligent, brother. I appreciate mm-hmm. you bringing that up. Yeah, you're right. There's right. the languages scattered. And that's, that's when we begin to start being mm-hmm. known by nations, nation, nationality, nationality. That's biblical. And it has to do with your language, mm-hmm. have to do with your diet, have to do with your region where you was at. Never based on skin colors. Watch this, and i got to let you go, Michael. No, 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 you're you right, right. This? Never based on skin colors. Hold on, Michael. we got to go. we got to go to the co-host. Uh, ready for this, Michael? I'm Those regions where the Father scattered the Most High had... Albinos, blonde hair, blue eye, because wherever melanated people go, somebody have that gene. So how can white people be now all of a sudden united and they they the devil? That's where I was going with that. But Michael, I want to move on. I want to thank you again for calling us tonight and hanging on in there. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna sit back and listen, my brother. That's how my call is. Well, I appreciate that. When I put you on hand. Put you on hold. You're gonna hear something that say, uh, "You're now off the coat." Right. You gotta hear that. Yeah. Well, you gotta show. You already know how this go. Anyway, all right. Going back to the phone lines, I want to bring on some calls. Get some uh, y'all. I'm literally putting y'all on timers because I want to get. I ain't hear none of the uh, expo there, and it's my fault. But I told Arlene we had to cover some of that stuff. So people tune in, they don't know what we're talking about. They're thinking white supremacists, neo-Nazi. And I say, Arlene, we got to go over there. And so it may be when that, maybe next time we won't go as long, but we have to do that. Okay, going back to the phone lines, go to Brother Kenwin first. Brother Kenwin, any comments on what you've heard, brother? You got three minutes. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and pass on, on this one. I uh, just kind of want to take it all in and listen. And I'm going to pass the mic, brother. Okay. This brother's the most workable person on the show. It ain't funny. Sometimes he comment when he need to, and then when you're in a rush, he's con. I just he's just smooth. This is how you do it. All right, brother John, uh, your line is open again. Three minutes uh, maximum. Go right here, brother. Brother John, I'll brother John, brother John. Okay. All right, that's brother John, brother Purcell. Your line is open, brother. Go ahead. You got three minutes. Anything you comment? Anything you've heard? Okay, this is what I'm gonna say. Uh, first of all, I appreciate that. Appreciate Brother Michael calling. Um, yes, yes. Uh, I, I'm always promoting the show, Five Smoke Stones Network. Uh, please call in. Please follow us. Uh, this is how we 
expand and grow. Um, it's how we enlarge our territory. So, but the one thing that I'm going to say is this is not an area that I'm very astute in. I'm not familiar with, um, and I don't mind saying so, I'm not familiar with this whole uh, race history um, because that's not an area that, uh, that, that was really, really important to me, if, if I may. Um, so I'm not very astute in that area, so I will not comment there. Um, so, uh, but Seth, um, I want your listeners to know, man, that this is the kind of stuff that you've been talking about since we've been boys. And that's, that's over 20 years now. Um, so I trust, uh, quite frankly, I trust, you know, your knowledge in this area. And I appreciate your knowledge in this area um, because it's all necessary. It's all necessary. So with that being said, um, I'm going to keep it moving. It's your boy, Ambassador Purcell and Del Porsche, all the way in Cincinnati, Ohio, uh, with Salt Life Kingdom Ministries. Um, so that's, that's, that's my comment. All right. Well, y'all are from Purcell, and he's well within his three minutes. And, folks, um, can't get no better than that. Everybody is, is good. So let's just go ahead and do the final little thing here, and I apologize for the time. Kind of got away this whole show. It's what about Expo 30. We're just not getting into it. So uh, then I got a few more words that I didn't cover. White supremacy, again, is it, it, the same. We always say white supremacy, white supremacy. And this is where I think Purcell uh, uh, will be. A, I might think I'm going to open up his line. Now, only because he made the comment, I'm not a white supremacist. And, and maybe the rest of y'all think the same way, but you didn't say it. Purcell, your line is open. Everybody's line is muted. I just want no more than a 10-second uh, response, just two words to three words because I'm moving along. Um uh, and, and transcribe it is, of course, not to be a part of the book. It's just his. But this is what I want to say. Some of y'all say, I'm not a white supremacist like Brother Purcell say. But listen to the other side of the coin. Maybe you understand it better if I say it this way. Do you preach in thought, speech, or behavior the flip side of the coin? The flip side of the coin is black inferiority. You see a whole lot of black folks that never form their mouth to say white supremacy or whites are superior. But yet, they constantly preach this with their body language, with their mindset. They make comments, even saying the words like nigger. How can you call, I don't care what nobody says, you can go through all of the cultures, Nobody called each other a culture that was a, a name that was once used by the oppressor. Nobody. Nobody. Well, you know what I mean. What about when you're upset? These niggas. These niggas. You, it ain't always N-I-G-G-A. Don't, don't, don't play. Folks. 
bullets flying and hollering the same nigga. There is self-hate among us. Do you know self-hate is white supremacy? Self-hate is this. Where are you getting the hatred from? Who told you we didn't have value? Why don't you talk about when you get upset with a black man, why do you want to kill him? Why come you don't do like whites who owe each other millions of dollars? You would think they would be killing each other, and every once in a while, there's an exception to the rule they do. But, I mean, for the most part, people don't go around just killing each other over a million dollars. Not whites, not Indians, not Asians, not generally. But, I mean, you can just, you get skilled over a pair of tennis shoes. So I want y'all to hear me out. Maybe you disagree with that, but the next thing I say, you'll, it, it'll make it clear. As I talk, the vision is going to become clearer and clearer. By the time we're done with this book, which is probably going to be about six shows, you're going to see it clear in your life, in your mind, the giant standing in your heart, in your mind. Purcell is right. I've been talking about this 20 years. If I see it in my life after 20 years, Believe me, you're probably, there's so many people that I meet and they think they're so exempt, but it's, it's one coin, one side of the coin define the other side. If whites are superior, what are they superior of? One, you can't have white supremacy without having the philosophy of black superiority. It's the same, same book. Same concept. It's a, okay, try to have white, watch this. Classic example. White man comes to you and he says, this is our land. You niggers need to leave. We're better. You say, no, it ain't. Yes, it is. No, it ain't. Yes, it is. Y'all going to fight and kill each other. That is not a white supremacist, that black person, that so-called black person. But after a while, if you say, this is my land, no, it's not. Yes, it is. And they go to telling you something, 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 something. And you start buying and say, well, maybe, maybe y'all's land, but I'm going to fight y'all anyway. And then you start getting weak and weak. And sooner or later, you got to say yes. Else they can rule. White supremacy is a power, it's, it's a giant for a reason. People are saying yes. Skin bleaching is at an all-time high. People are saying yes to white supremacy. Yes, they are saying yes. This is how this empire works. Again, we've already talked about that earlier with Arlene, how it works, but this is just to kind of hit that a little bit. And again, we're on the top, we're on the section in the book called uh, Working Definitions. I'm just kind of just... Y'all bear with me. Y'all know brothers and sisters long-winded, but I want all this in the book just like it's coming out. Brothers and sisters, the working definition, when we say the word white supremacy, I used to say white supremacy books slash black inferiority, and then people look at me crazy. So I need to start back saying that because you, every time you say the word white supremacy, say black inferiority. Or just quit saying white supremacy. Say black inferiority. Black inferiority. Somebody gonna say inferior to who? Then you gotta say white supremacy. See what I mean? 
when you say Harvard is superior, what is it superior to? When you say white colleges are superior, what are they superior to? Black colleges. When you say white skin is prettier, prettier than what? When you say blonde hair is prettier, prettier than what? When you say blue eyes is so easy, it's nothing wrong for liking all of these things. But just know that when you start saying it better than the next, and I know everybody has their preference of this and that, but why do you prefer that? If we took everybody back thousands of years ago and you talk like that, let's just go back when there was no white people in Europe. And you start hollering about blonde hair and blue eye like you talk about, like some of y'all do. You talk about light skin, you just like them yellow hammers. If you say that to women back in the day, Queen Vashti, and those people in the Bible, Job daughters who was beautiful. You go you say that, they you're gonna sound like then you'll see like I said, Arlene read it earlier. The one way you're gonna understand what I'm saying, because it's like I see something nobody else see. And I'm like, Can't everybody see it? No, I don't see it. I don't know what you're talking about. Boy, you show caught up in colors. All I've been hearing all my life. Oh, you show you know, I've been seeing black people do sick stuff. And I'm going to get into it, too. I ain't going to call no names. I done seen my friends, some of y'all do some sick, sick, sick things. I done done some sick, sick, sick things. And then when somebody bring it to you, you say, well, I'm going to be a classic example. I have a friend of mine who I found out after high school was gay. I want y'all to listen. <laughs> now, I he came to me one day and told me I kept saying not you bro, this dude took the girls that everybody wanted, cause he was just one of them dudes that women liked cause he was very in touch with his emotional side and, and he just this dude cleaned up man you go to a party you better not go with this dude, and when he said that I'm like man he said well you know he told me what happened in his childhood. And I said, okay, you know, a lot of us have been abused, but it don't mean we got to be gay, but I was trying to talk him out of it. He said, then he had a dream, and I know it's Satan behind all this. But watch this. This guy becomes a flight attendant. He travels all over the world. He's with predominantly white men. Now, it's one thing to think white men are superior and you straight. But it's another thing to think white men are superior and you gay. And I can't give y'all too many details. Uh, transcribe, I don't know how we're going to do this one. Um, <laughs> I think we should scratch this story because I can't see this fitted under um, uh, working definitions. i got to just be more disciplined. But I'm just talking to my boys on the line, the co-hosts and the show and all this, and this is just the way it's rolling. But do take this story, and we're going to slide it in when we talk about the solution. Or I'll tell you when later. But this is a true story for those listening. He said to me, I'm not a white supremacist. I don't know why you always want to talk to me. I said to him, I'm thinking to myself, bro, you, <laughs> hold on, let me open the phone lines. I just want a 30-second response. Brother Purcell, appreciate your line is open. I'm going to go to you first. Do you see how he is a white supremacist? Do you see that right there? Brother Purcell, your line is open. Absolutely, I see. I see that. Um, I mean, 
they are using his body, man. And when I say gay, he's not the dominant side. He's the submissive side. Bruh, I could not understand. He said, I don't understand why you always talk about white supremacy to me. I'm looking at him like, that's what I'm talking about. I got black folks sitting up acting out, not maybe in as clear as that, but they're saying things. They're sitting up talking out of the side of their mouth. They working to try to sound like whites. You know, they don't want to go around no black people. Okay, those of you listening, side row, y'all. Those of you listening to us online, you know the rule at 10 o'clock. You've got to call the phone lines. You hear the rest of this story and the rest of this broadcast. We are going to try to wrap up. We are going to roll over because I am going to get into this Expo 30. I may not cover but three areas, but I'm going to get into it. But, uh, again, call the phone number, 914-205-5590. One more time, call, call the show. Got 60 seconds, the lady just said. Call the show if you want to keep listening because at 10, it's going to cut you off. At 10, you will not be able to hear the rest of this show. All right, call the phone number quickly, quickly. Those of you on the phone line, stay put because you know you can't call, get back once you get off, go off. But really, Purcell, we're going to, in, in less than 20 seconds, so you do see how he's serving white supremacy. You do see that. Now, somebody might say, oh, brother, that's just homosexual. That don't mean anybody where he'd be black. But he wasn't with black men. I said he wasn't with black men. He told me he had an infatuation for white males. He said it. He confessed it. He went to church. I walked with him. I tried to go to church and try to get him help. And that's what he told me. His thing is white. Reason I cut him off is because when I would go to his house, he was pursuing the father, really trying to alleviate this. But when I went to his house, I saw him seeing white males on posters and stuff. I said, okay, no, bro, you gonna tarnish my image hanging out. I'm up here trying to, you see, you know, because we grew up. And I, I know people say, well, you shouldn't have stopped fellowship. Blah, blah, blah. But when you stop trying to walk with the Father, get delivered, that's it. I got to go. So, Priscilla, you do see that, right? Quickly. Yeah. That's, what I see, for real, sir, is I see a sick brother. You said this is a brother who was infatuated with White man, right? Right. First it was yeah, white so culture. First it was yeah, white culture, and he had a co-worker. And uh, this guy was trying to show him. He would always talk about how his friend was taking him around and showing him stuff. And next thing you know, he's there. But let's go to other call, other calls because i got to finish up here, Priscilla. But I appreciate you saying that. But, John, really quickly, briefly, briefly, what do you think about the story I just shared with a brother that say, I'm not a victim of white supremacy, and then he turns around and tells me that? Quickly. Okay, Brother John, again, he's in work. All right, Brother Ken, when your hand is, uh, I think Brother Gay has another, Brother Michael, uh, let's see here, Michael Gay Network. Hold on, everybody. Brother Kenwin, I'll get your comment. We're coming to you, Michael. Um, Brother Kenwin, please, in 30 seconds. Okay, uh, 30 seconds. Well, associate... uh a demon is in that brother and a, a demon and then it's white supremacy and you put it together uh, it's all about satan once again and that's the connection i'm making okay i uh, pass the mic okay 
I'm going to submit to you that it might not be Satan. You'll see later on. I don't know that every time somebody chooses white males as Satan, they look at the muscles of these white people all their life, all their life. They're looking at the greatness of white people all their life. Why wouldn't you like them? And some people are going to cross that line. Actually, I agree with you. Satan probably caused them to cross that line, but a lot of us, not myself, because I think I've been delivered, but the Father does show me here and there. Seth, why'd you make that statement? Why would you? And then I'd be like, oh, okay, thank you, Father. But I do think I'm delivered. I'm definitely delivered. I've never went where he at, but that don't make me better than him. So it may not be sexual with me. It may be what economics is concerned. I see them more smarter than some of us where I may not trust black uh, financial advisors over whites or something like that. But, okay, I hear you, Brother King. Well, let's go to the phone lines. I think Michael had his hand up. Brother Michael, uh, did you have a quick comment? Again, less than 30 seconds, please. Well, yeah, uh, I'm going to try to make this in 30 seconds, but I heard what you said, uh, where you said uh, where white folks are looked at as being superior and blacks look at themselves being inferior. Well, we were taught that since slavery, okay? So we got to get out of that mindset. I think that's unfortunate because that's what we're being taught through our movies, through our TV shows, through our music and everything. And we, unfortunately, as a black community, we still look at us being inferior in certain ways. Think about it, okay? So we have to take that away. Plus, what we need to do is raise our children to look at it where, you know, I mean, we have to, we have to start bringing in discipline for our children because – According to uh, the community that is in charge of everything, for lack of a better term, says you cannot, you cannot, uh, uh, you cannot raise your kids. So if you can't raise your kids, guess what happens? Your kids do whatever the hell they want to do. So okay. once we well, hold stop, on, hold, them, on. hold on, because I think you're getting in an area where we all agree. Let me be more specific with you. And I know I said thirty seconds, but I'm going to give you another. Actually, for time's sake, because, boy, this is a good show. I ain't going to lie. This is good information. I don't know what y'all think about it, but I'm enjoying this. Okay, brother, I'm going to give you a minute. So let's just really quickly ask you a question. How do we get our kids to get out of white supremacy, in your opinion? Just really quickly. Really quickly, just like you have a platform, I have one too. And what I do, I bring kids on to give them a platform to share what they're going through, to share what they feel. See, we always, as adults, I'm 60 years old, okay? My father, I'm blessed. My father lived to be 91. We don't listen to the kids. We don't give them a platform. We don't let them speak out and let them share what they feel about us and what they're going through. And that's what we have to do. We have to listen to our kids. So on my shows, I book kids. To be honest, I do. I invite them. I got kids who've been in, 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 in juvenile and everything that comes on my okay, show. Okay, so what do you impart to them about kids. how to get out of the white supremacy? No, the thing is, the key is I let them share what got them in that situation. How did you get to that point? You know, and, and, and tell their whole story, their whole story. And then you absorb, you absorb that. You absorb you came from a family where you had no daddy in the house. You, your mom was abusive, whatever. You because all they want to do is hear. Uh, just let someone hear them. That's well, all let, they let, want. Let, let me let me say this to you. Let me say this to you real quickly, and then we're gonna go back. And I want to start this this uh, 
Y'all, if I only give it three areas in, it's 30 of them. I'm going to lame all 30 of them, but I'm going to try to go into just a few of them before the show wraps up. But let me just say this, Brother Michael, because I think what you're saying, everybody say. But here's the deal. Now, everybody may not do what you did. You just said, I listen to them. That right there points for your network. No, I move That's forward and just book. listen. No, we, we, work, we work with them and we help them. It's not what I'm trying to say is how do you identify white supremacy? Let me let me explain what I'm talking about. There are people that come that I've talked to, kids and adults. They are doctors. Kids are getting AIDS. Hear me out. They are doing everything we ask them to do in terms of academia, and they are white supremacists. Let me make sure we're talking about the same thing. There are people that are doctors. They come on the line, and they real life doctors. You got one of them that was in the we White House not too long ago, Ben Carson. Carson. Ben Carson. Mm-hmm. This mean. dude is the most decorated, one of the most decorated physicians of all time. He was a white yeah. supremacist. Now, okay. if I go to Ben Carson and say to him, "Sir, you're operating white supremacy," he's gonna say, "Well, that's all in your mind. It's all your philosophy. That's all. That's you and your little soapbox." I say, Doctor Ben. Tell me about African greatness. And he's going to say, well, you have many civilizations that was Africa that was great. You know, you got this. He'll be able to name it. I get what, what, where you're going. I'm not trying to be rude. But the thing is that where you have a mind, just like I, I do and everybody else on this panel, you know of an individual like a Dr. Carson who would do that in order to be within that white supremacist group. Because that's his kind. That's that's what he wants to have. Okay, I mean, I'm not racist at all. A Negro, which I would call him a nigger, will go ahead and throw his own people underneath the bus to be in the position that he's in. And we do have many folks, black and white, who will do that. And that's okay, just that, that's a fact. That's let a fact. But the question. answer is if you're talking about a, 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 a Dr. Carson, I wouldn't put that past him. Because we already know his history. We okay, know let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. We know that what he follows uh, is not in the, in the it's not it's not in, in, in the in the uh the respect of the black community. We know that. How come Donald Trump made him over made him well, well, over? Well, what what I'm trying to yeah. say is this hold on, Brother Michael. What I'm trying to say is this and I appreciate you. Again, it's not fair to you because I'm cutting in, I'm cutting in, but I'm trying to uh well, wrap up the show and I'm trying to at the same time and I may just have to wait. That's what I'm gonna do. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna follow the spirit and not force things, y'all. We're gonna have to get to the X430 next time because we're over time. But I just but more what Brother Michael is saying is important. I hope y'all have learned a lot from this show. Yes, I brought on Arlene and she repeated everything she did in show one. But we're gonna do that to some degree because again we got new listeners and they don't know what white supremacy is. So we gotta talk about the definition of white supremacy. We gotta talk about the preface. We gotta talk about certain things every show because people are not gonna know and what black is, and black disrespect. Hold, on, hold on, brother Michael, hold on. Hold on, brother Michael, hold on. <laughs> I'm just kinda of addressing the people as to why we went over. So y'all just know I'll get into the expo there. I apologize for you that tune in and you saw that little the little icon I had up there, the 30 areas, there are 30 areas where white supremacy is saturating our world. I will name those 30 areas before I hang up, but I won't be able to get into them. But just to finish up with Brother Michael really quickly, Brother Carson, I just want to ask you, and try to do it in 30 seconds. You know how this goes when, we, when, we, when we're trying to wrap up. Why do you think Brother Carson act that way towards our people? What, how does he, where did he get his white, what, do you, what, what make him, what, 
professionals like that would be a white supremacist. Brother Michael? Oh, you're asking me why would, uh, okay, I thought, I thought you were asking the other brother. Why would I think uh, Mr. Carson would be that way? As I said just a moment ago, because he's in a position that he's comfortable with. He is not going to, uh, uh, how should I put this? He's not going to uh, uh, turn around and, and get himself out of a great position to support the black community. Why? True enough. He, he, because he's in a great position financially, uh, uh, uh Publicly, with the people that he works with, do you think if you were to have a chance to call him and ask him to come on your show, he would come on? Hell no, he wouldn't. He would not come back. Uh, he would not go to Harlem. He would not go to the, the Bronx or any black community. Okay. Because the thing is that where if he did that, if he did that, then he would be... Uh, uh, criticized for doing so, but which because the fact that where he has already made it very clear to him, just like many others, and and don't get me wrong now, I'll have to, I'm, I'm going to try to make this quick. Don't get me wrong. To be married to a certain group of, or, or, or a certain person outside of a race, I have nothing to do with that. That's well, well fine. don't go there. Don't go there. I don't go there. Because we, we, we just, yeah, just no, the no, time. Not, just the time. Okay, but but the thing, but, but the thing is, if you look at it, where if you look at it where. Some of our, our main leaders and everything are married outside their race. I've dated okay. outside of my race. It's not a problem. Okay. But the point I'm trying to brother. say is that the only thing I want, want to say is that where, is that where he is a, in a group of individuals when it comes to politics, because you have to look at the, the, the political aspect. As far as him speaking up for the black community, he can because there's other people who pulls his strings. There's other people who tell him, you don't want to do that because of. So the thing is that where he's not, he, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm not saying that he's, he's, he's racist, but he's making a racial decision here well, for let me the black you, community. Michael, well, let me, let, hold on a second. It's taking you a while to say why. The reason why. No, I just told you. I just told you. I just told you. Hold on a second. Hold on. Well, I heard you. I heard you. You did say why. In your defense, you did say why. I guess I disagree. I, I think that's part of it, monetary. Money does make you turn from, turn away from your people. I agree. And so that is a good, that is a good solid position. answer. But here's why. Why come other people won't? How come other people won't do that? How come, how come certain people wouldn't ask? So the reason why other people... Trump wouldn't dare ask such and such is because they love their too much, or they know who they are. You and can't love something. So, and so their let position. me just go ahead and put y'all on Right. So let me go ahead and finish up, and I appreciate your answer because at the end of the day, a lot of people will agree with you, and I think I do too. It, sometimes mo- money is a reason why folks turn on their people. Yes, yes, it is. But right. I, I'm not going to say because people will talk about them, because people talk about them regardless. I think the reason, the real reason why, a bigger reason why, this is just me talking. I mean, I'm right because it's my show. 
You could be right. That was okay. it. You said it. But I mm-hmm. think a bigger reason why is love for your people. And that comes from knowing who you are. See, certain whites, who are your certain, white, certain whites is not going to do certain things against their people because they love their people. They may not be godly, mm-hmm. but they have more, de- right. some people more devoted to the cause than others because you know, of a love for a cause or for a love for the Republicans or for a love for America, for a love. And I think the difference is the reason why that kid on your show, the reason why politicians and celebrities do crazy stuff against their people is because of this philosophy of white supremacy. Oftentimes, people will serve whites. He's serving white America. That's what Ben Carson doing. For him to make those comments about slavery, if you listen really careful to the show, and we got off just a little bit, brothers and sisters, but it's still good, because I want to ask this gentleman who's not necessarily cold, so y'all can't say he's one of my boys or something, you know, why do you think these people are doing this? And he said it, because, and that's true. That's true. And I'm going to go ahead. Brother, hold, on, hold on a second, Brother Michael, because I'm trying to wrap up. I'm sorry. Well, I was trying to wrap up, so let me just go ahead and just move on, okay? I really appreciate your call. I really appreciate your input tonight, okay? All right. I'm going to. All right, and that's, and that's Brother Michael uh, Gay of the Michael Gay Network. Appreciate him tuning in. Y'all y'all saw the dialogue. I'm not trying to. I wouldn't have had him on that long and then rush him off and not be disrespectful. Obviously, I respect him if I wouldn't have left on that long, but i got to try to wrap up here. So we'll just get into the Expo 30. We did get a chance to finish um, the um, working definition of white supremacy. Uh, uh, back to uh, the trans uh, later um, transcriber. Uh, I will mention something called paternal racism. I don't think I mentioned that term. It just means when white people, those are the nicest races there are, is when they're doing uh, you a favor. Uh, they will probably even die for you, but their love is tainted. They feel like you're their child, and they know what's best for you. That mess will is it's a better form than trying to lynch you, but it's still going to cause you to grow handicapped. Paternal racism, paternal meaning a parent. A lot of people, white people, feel like they're your parent. So we're gonna, you're going to hear that word out, toss that word out. So we've talked about a white supremacist, what it is, what it's not. we talked about white supremacist in religion. Just going to the list, going to the list, going to the list. We're going to talk about something called America's exceptionalism, but we'll talk about that later. Folks, listen, as far as the Expo 30, all I can say is like the old phrase, uh, Houston, we have a problem. Y'all know whenever, you know, the space show, and they say, Houston, we have a problem, that means it's major. Somebody's about to die or something. Uh, 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 space and that, if you believe in all that. But anyway, when I believe it's apropos to say, and again, we're starting a timer. Uh, 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 we just do just maybe about four or five minutes of this. Sorry, brothers and sisters, but it's the best we could do for tonight. At least you know what it is before I hang up. Expo 30 is 30 areas of life saturated with white supremacy. I've been talking about it forever on the show. And like I say, it is certainly apropos to say, Houston, we have a problem. All right? And uh, with the Expo Theory, the way this works is this is not white people making black people be at the bottom of every single area. 
I'm going to name 30 areas of life. Just remember this, brothers and sisters, as I close out this broadcast and read quickly this Expo 30. These are thirty. These 30 areas I'm about to name quickly because I won't be able to get into them. Remember this. These are not areas where white people with guns and, and tanks is making black folks be at the bottom. And then I'm going to come to the calls after I, after I go through these 30 real quick. These are 30 areas of life all people involved feed the beast. They feed the beast. In other words, they participate in this system. Whites don't just rule over us. The first one I'm going to mention, well, hold on, let me see here if I covered all things. Uh, one more thing I'll say about the white, about Expo 30 is there's tools that the enemy use through white people. Uh, and it's lies. These areas, the reason these people rule in all these areas and we're at the bottom in all 30 areas is because of these things they use. Here's the tools that white people use. Here they go. They do use force, but they use lies that we buy into. We we accept the lie. They don't force us. We hear the lie and we accept it, and they can rule once you believe the lie. They use deception, which is part true, part of it's true, but some of it's lies. They use that to operate in these 30 areas. And they use something called ignorance, where they literally keep you in the dark. They don't tell you. They keep you in the dark. They don't share with you. They keep you in the dark, and they can rule over you. And then if you do learn and you do get information and you do know what's going on and they still need to take some from you, they just take it by force. This is when people come up dead. This is when people are bullied. This is when see, I, this is when they tap your lines. This is when they force you. So those that are aware is forced. Now, there are those called believers I win. They're the only ones that win over this system if they're following the Spirit. So if not everybody is at the bottom. Uh, but there's so few, you almost can say they're not there because there's so few. I'm talking about 1% of black folk operating the spirit. Everybody buying to, the, to these lies. So here are the areas. History. These are areas where we're at the bottom. Uh, uh, we accept what white people tell us about history. We accept them renaming everything. We accept them omitting the real history. We accept... Uh, we're ignorant of 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 of, of um, history by dark skinned people, nations. We don't even we don't even turn to look up books and li- and listen to broadcasts and listen to movies and stuff talking about black people. We're brainwashed. I'm going into history, but I ain't going to go into all these. I'm just going to name them. But I just want to show y'all what's going to happen is next week. Again, I'm going to name these just these 30 really quickly, like in two minutes. I'm going to name them all. History I'm going into just a little bit. But what we'll do next week, I'm going to do the same thing. I'm going to name all 30 of them quickly, and then I'm going to take my time and go through each one of them. All right? But just to give you all a sample of what history was to come next week, we'll talk about things like how they've seized the power, rewritten history, and we just bought into it. We know they rewrote it, and some of us just still quote it. Uh, they rename things like, you know, you know, like Jesus, just to be honest. I'm sorry. Yeah, Jesus. They just rename Yeshua Jesus. We say, well, you know, you know what he means. He, yeah, y'all know what I'm talking about. And, well, I know, I know, but I'm still calling Jesus. That's how I was raised. And, and, 
you know, everybody you know is saying his name was Yeshua. Well, you know, you know what I'm talking about, you know. They, and they, we keep telling people we're not talking about another God. His name is Yeshua. Well, you know, so that's what I mean by not willing to change. It's in every one of these areas where people are doing stuff like that, and this is how we look up and everything is white. So, you know, of course I say Jesus because I don't want to offend people. But his name wasn't Jesus. could have been. There was no J in the Hebrew. Uh, redepicting holy images. And, yeah, I know it wasn't white, but why you got all these white images in your house? Well, you know, because nobody knows how you look anyway. Like, okay, you got to look up, and that's where we're at. That's why in history our kids are confused. Education, same thing. Uh, uh, we are, we, we, uh, they seized the power to define their uh, uh, they, uh, uh, education is complicated because it gets it deals into uh, kids graduating, not wanting to graduate, uh, lack of teachers, lack of quality teaching. Uh, there is such thing as quality black teachers, none quality so-called black teachers, and so a lot of our teachers just not quality. That's all there is to it. And there's white so-called white quality, so-called non-white qualities. Guess what? In the so-called white white uh, schools, they don't tolerate those teachers that's lazy, and they get rid of them because those people complain. We don't complain. We, to- we just tolerate stuff. Oh, that's where it's got to be, letting them teach our kids sex education, kindergarten. We say, well, you know, I'm busy. A lot of us just too busy in our defense, and, and so in education, uh, we just sit back. It's like they're rewriting the whole sla- slaveness slavery narrative. We don't have time to fight. We're so busy fighting over whether or not, you know, we should keep the Sabbath, the Sabbath or not. Or some just, just, you know, I'm not knocking that, of course. I shouldn't have said that because that is important. But I'm just trying to say we are not there for our kids in the education arena. We're really, really not. Okay, and so we don't go up to our schools. We don't know our teachers. Anybody with kids should be able to name their teachers. And I guarantee you, I ain't going to put nobody on the spot, but I guarantee you can't. You be able, should be able to name all your kids' teachers. But it's not just in elementary. It's in, it's in middle school. It's in high school. We should be school. We should be school. Uh, 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 we should be teaching our kids from home. And so education is major. We'll get into that next week. Religion. You don't need to say anything about religion. I mean, uh, education, again, we're at the bottom, not graduating, quality of education, quality of knowledge. A lot of our so-called white brothers are far more smarter than us. I'm just talking about with knowledge because of their schooling. They ain't better because it's white. It's better because of the schooling they went to and what, what, what was allowed to be there, what 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 wars was not fought against the white supremacists in their schools? And so you look up in their schools is better as far as knowledge, but not because they're white, but because of the passivity of non-white people, okay? So when I say a white school is better, please understand me, because I don't show sure anybody to be sitting up saying that. What I'm saying is there all white colleges were, uh, politically speaking, pass- pass- passive so-called black people, don't fight the white supremacists, and so they go and find the knowledge, and and it's there. So, but again, there's black colleges that is just as smart and knowledgeable if they have the quality teachers there. All right. So religion, we're going to talk about religion. We're going to talk about social. We're going to talk about social is deep because this has to do with how we mingle in, in, in everyday life. When you get up and go to gas station. And, Interaction, body language, uh, again, uh, behaviors, thoughts, and speech. Uh, socially, white supremacy just saturated. Some of y'all don't say, well, what do you mean by that? You're not 
trust me, we'll get more into it. But every ethnic group uh, feed the beast. Every ethnic group participate in either black inferiority uh, beliefs of, uh, that they have against black people uh, when they socially interact with them. This is major. Uh, socially interacting with people, how we look at, how we, here's a good one, just to talk about, just really brief about socially. Here's one thing that's crazy. Black people can't talk about their history in an office. Everybody else can talk about their history. As soon as black history happens, matter of fact, if if you know what I'm talking about, if you ever tried, you ain't going to even try it. Why? Because everybody look funny. Why is that? You can, if you start talking about anything great about African in the office, I guarantee you ain't going to do it long. Why is that? Here's another one. Black, a black man and a black woman that's just friends, there's pressure for black love in public. This is the area of social. We get deep on this one. It's pressure to love a black woman. I'm just talking about friendship. I'm not even talking about two people that that's dating each other. I'm just talking about two black, a black man and a black woman getting along in office. You're going to have problems. That's deep. It has to do with white supremacy. White people don't even are supposed to be happy like that in offices. When we do it, it's a problem. The supervisor is going to remove one or the other. I know what I'm talking about. I've done it as a scientific experiment, and I've done it just naturally. I know what I'm talking about. Health and medicine, we're at the bottom. Uh, science and technology, this is one of my favorites because some of y'all are saying, well, I don't know what science got to do with white supremacy and all. Please. There's all type of scientific theories about us being inferior to the bell curve, all types of just stuff. There's all types of black scientists doing things. When you do, when you go on the Internet, you don't even know that one of the fathers of the Internet is black. Matter of fact, the father of the Internet, it's a debate as to whether or not uh, uh, Philip Umugali, I think is his name, he created the fastest computer. Some people call him the father of the Internet, the father, and then you got some say, no, he's a father of the Internet. But a lot of technology, where science is concerned, is totally black. That man is in Nigeria in the United States. But I bet you'll never know that. You think you think, well, you white people did. You think of uh, uh, the, 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 the inventor of Facebook and people like that. You, you think of Bill Gates. Bill Gates, you got to know what he invented or what he's good at. He is not the author of the fastest computer. He's the guy that sells computers. Apple. Uh, 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 Steve Jobs, you got to know what they are. They don't, they don't get the credit of all of the internet, all of the technology, all of the, a lot of it is black. Science and technology is deep. Well, white supremacy is concerned. You'd be surprised to know how many times we think stuff is white when it really was created by black folks. Housing and zoning, I don't need to go there. Images, images. If you couldn't hear nothing, you was deaf. If you was deaf, you could be a white supremacist. Because the images are saying whites are superior, blacks are inferior, blacks got problems, blacks got it hard, whites are happy. Just go into a magazine store tomorrow when you go into Kroger's or something. Just just stop up your ears and look at the magazine rack. Try not to hear nothing. Stop up your ears and look at the magazine rack and see what it's saying. We bought into certain narratives. We're good at sports. So that's why we have sports magazines, you know. But what about fishing? What about this? What about that? What about that? It's all types of things that is being said just by advertisement. Couples just now got on the billboard, but it used to be you can hardly see no black love publicly. Environment, oh, my God, lead poisoning. Look at Flint, all these dump sites, 
just I'm just gonna talk about the environment. Oh my God! It says blacks are inferior, white are superior. There's certain things you ain't gonna never see in a white neighborhood. I'm telling you what I know, brothers and sisters. We live in a white supremacist world, and we give it strength. We give it strength. We, not white folks, we give it strength. Laws, rules, bylaws. What about that area? Need I say anything on that? What about law and judicial? Why is it we sentence harder? Why when we do something illegally, why is cocaine and crack not the same? I mean, why do you get more years when blacks do something? It has a certain value, and why is it something have a certain value? Y'all see that law enforcement? I ain't going to say nothing about that because I know you know about that. Correction rehab that has to do with the prison system. When you say, okay, I was wrong, uh, time to correct me. Just seeing how you correct it, uh, foreign policy, foreign policy. This is how we relate to people according uh, our policy that we, Congress and, and what we are acting on the policy is so racist you I could make you cry I could make a grown man cry as far as how we deal with these nations that are so-called non-white versus how we deal with whites white people come across the water to the United States for freedom how they handle versus the Haitians uh, white people, how we, how soldiers do, and how they act in third world, so-called third world countries, and why we call them third world countries in the first place. I mean, our foreign policy is so racist. But watch this: even where our foreign policy is decent, uh, next, next number fifteen is foreign affairs. How we act, not the policy, whether or not we do the policy that's good, the part that the policy is good. Sometimes the policy is good, but what we do with foreigners on foreign land, I promise to God, you will see white supremacy. And wait wait for this, brothers and sisters. I'm wrapping up. It's not just the white people. It's what Africans do to Africans in service to the West. This is what Indians do to Indians. I'm talking about in India. It's what non-white people do to non-white people. Foreign affairs and how they try to serve us and acquiesce to the West, and they're like our little whores, a lot of these presidents and, and heads of states. They're like our little whores. And John, John did a show where he, a Kenyan, his girlfriend was, Oh, I shouldn't say his girlfriend, but one of his lady friends was on the line, and she was talking about how the Kenyans take in advice from foreigners over Kenyans that went to those same universities. Oh, my God, y'all don't get it. Maybe y'all do get it. But to my favorite, and that's going to run a lot of people off, some of y'all listen five, six, four, six, two, seven, but when I talk about sexuality, you ain't gonna listen to this network no more. Cause when I talk about some of the things we doing on this network, some of the things that our own women is saying out of their mouth about white males, you're gonna see white supremacy. And ain't gonna be no white folks around. We are sick. We're sick. I'm talking about without white people being anywhere around. That's why I say it's the philosophy that's the enemy. 
Anyway, we have entertainment, we have military and defense, we have family. Family is major. Black black women, black men, relationships, oh, my God. Oh, my God. How black wives see their husbands, how black men see their girlfriends, vice versa, is sick. A lot of times they're constantly comparing us to white males. Why are they doing that? Are we comparing them to why are we doing that to them? Beauty and fashion, uh, government, news and statistics, economics where it regards to labor, economics where it regards to money, loans, grants, contracts, debt forgiveness, discount, economics where it regards to products and quality, economics where it regards to education. That is your Expo 30. I think I named 30. If I skip a few, don't worry, we'll hit it next week. Brothers and sisters, I'm going to open the line to get the final words from our callers, uh, from our, excuse me, our calls. Y'all, I ask y'all for about at least two minutes. Please don't go over. Uh, Brother Kenwin, we've been going with you first. We'll go with you first now, brother. Uh, we have to say what you've heard so far, please. Good morning. Uh, uh, can you hear me? Well, we can Hello? Try, to, try it again. Okay. okay. Uh, well, uh, I, there was a lot being said, and I took in a lot, and I uh, can't wait till next week, man, to take in some more. All right? And uh, I'm going to go ahead and pass the mic, and thank you for uh, allowing me to come on the show. All right. All right, Brother Kenwin. Brother John, if you're there, if not, we'll move on. Uh, last words, please. Good show. I'll holler back. Okay, brother. And y'all, just so y'all know, normally they do have something to say. They recognize the time, and they know your brother's going to work, uh, choose to work at nights and uh, still work at nights, and so they know they're being sensitive, just so you know. But Purcell, uh, your line is open, brother. Go ahead. Any comments on what you've heard so far? Well, it's a mouthful, man. Absolutely. I'm with John. Great show. Uh, great um Great information. Um, a lot of the information, if I if I be honest, for me, sounds a lot like what I um, talk about a lot is that is knowing who we are, knowing who we are, and then the other piece would be um, self-esteem uh, or lack thereof. Uh, so. So yeah, great, great, uh, great information, man. Great information. Um, very extensive uh, book information. Very extensive, um, just general information. Uh, and um, so yeah, uh, I'm looking forward to hearing it out as well. I'm with Brother Kenwin on that. Um, it's your boy Ambassador Purcell and Dale Porsche, all the way from Cincinnati, Ohio. Thought Life Kingdom Ministries. Follow us. Follow Five Smooth Stones Network. Again, I want to say to you, Seth, I appreciate Five Smooth Stones Network. I appreciate for what I appreciate what Five Smooth Stones Network is doing for the kingdom, and I appreciate um, the shift that's taking place because of the Five Smooth Stones Network. Uh, again, follow us. Call in. Follow us. Uh, tell somebody. Tell everybody, as a matter of fact, about us. And uh, we'll we'll talk to you soon. Love you. you no, know, it's not a thing you can do about it. And I'm out. Well, that's the Ambassador Percy Porsche. 
It's his new name. <laughs> I like it, Purcell. Well, listen, brothers and sisters, like you say, we love every single one of you, and there's nothing you can do about it. This is a love network. If nothing else, please get that from us, and the rest the Father will uh, will impart to you. Well, with a song, don't take this song lightly. I put a lot in the per- person last song, but this one right here is major. It's been a while since I played this song. It'll it'll definitely nail what we're trying to say, uh, because at the end, the Father just wants all of us. He does not want us serving nothing else. He is a jealous of God. The Bible says, uh, 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 and like I said, folks. Also, please remember this: if you don't see the Most High using so-called whites. For a season to do what he did You will worship them You will give them undue praise And you will have fear And really and truly you know what that is That's white supremacy Because you're seeing them bigger than what they are That is pure white supremacy So anyway Transcribe I know you I've been back and forth But all of this I think uh, can go up under Um well, we'll talk. We'll talk. I won't go into that on the air. But I appreciate you as well, uh, brother. You know who you are. And we're going to hopefully bring him on the show maybe. And he say hello to everybody so y'all know I ain't talking to no ghosts. But, folks, again, what you see, when you see white people flexing, just know the Father have allowed certain things for them to be able to do. And it's not because it's superior. It's because he have called them for a season. And they are going to be able to do some things that other people can't do. And for those whites listening, say, say, you want to say, we are superior in this way or the, that way. Well, you need to know your Bible. The Bible talks about how the Father will allow a nation to rise up over another nation, to chastise nation A, and then later he'll chastise nation B uh, if they take it too far. So just know that you got to know your Bibles, you got to know your Bibles, and you will worship these people, and I don't want to spend another day of my life. I used to worship them thinking they was all, all pre-evil and all this stuff. No. Evil and good, the most high created, that we have a choice, and Satan chose evil, and that's that's who's behind this, not these people, Okay. Know that, brothers and sisters. The reason why it's so hard for them to let go is because of the uh, they benefit for a season. Again, I love every single one of you, and there's nothing you can do about it. This song, this song right here, is going to bless a lot of you. Good night.
So what I said to him was, you long for sweet peace and for faith to increase. And I know you've been sincere. You've earnestly and fervent. You pray. But I wanted the young man to know that you just cannot have that. But you cannot have Or be perfectly blessed. None of that can happen until all everything. Come on and help me say, why is your all on the altar?
Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.